It doesn't matter what I'm going to say for the rest of this podcast. Everyone listening is tuned out because I said Dark Souls 2 was my favorite. Everyone, everyone's done. I could lie for it's the rest of it. an objectionable point of view. It's like, I don't know, you're basically Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Law Crimes, and today we are back with the Beginner to Expert podcast discussing everyone's favourite uh, thefty boys, the Steely Steely Birds, the Blood Ravens. But as we're going to go through a lot of stuff today, including a special guest. But before we get to anything in particular, let's start off with the question of the week. Well, guys, I hope you're prepared for some um, spicy takes. There's a bit of a, a slight theme this week I've, I've chosen with uh, some of these questions so you have to let me uh, enjoy this moment because I think one of us on this panel is certainly going to have some hot takes uh, oh no <laughs> the first one was by Stormy it was hashtag Black Crusade Abaddon is attempting to transcend time to teach Colin that he does not sorry to teach Colin that he does indeed have a glorious line of spears he can use to kill Bretonian knights with Hmm. There's a you know, if if Abaddon could teach me the secret of that one, I might come around to him. <laughs> well, um, really how to properly handle them. Speaking of what Abaddon could possibly teach you, we have uh, by the uh, Wordner, the Wordner. Sorry, sorry, bro, if I get that wrong. Uh, hashtag Black Crusade. It is a little known fact: the primacy goal of the Twelfth Black Crusade was not for Abaddon to acquire the Blackstone fortresses. But to gain possession of a strong enough glue to keep his arms attached, which is a what is the reference for that? It's a massive. So, you can explain it, yeah. So his, one of his older models, I believe, I think it was resin. If it, but either way, if it wasn't, like his arms refused to stay attached to the model, uh, and uh. because also prior to you know like the Dark Imperium, the Great Rift, and all that. Abaddon had spent uh, about 10,000 in-universe years and about 20 out-of-universe years just failing to get past Cadia. <laughs> uh, so they just made he was an armless failure. They made fun of him for that for that reason. To be to be fair, I remember when I was younger, my dad used to when he would visit the UK, bring back models, and they were always the metal ones, and it was so difficult. Like you paint the model, and then all of a sudden, like a week later arms fell off and then yeah. you cry because you haven't got any glue strong enough to keep them on the body and it, was, it was a tough time it was a tough time kids these days with their models they don't know what we had to go through i had to pin it with our tears <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that, that, that's the armless abaddon lore <laughs> nice. uh the next one is by the aussie uh the next hashtag black crusade is going to be arguably the most heroic one yet abaddon Learning of a group of heathen worse than the demons and dark Eldar will journey towards a mysterious manhole cover located in the planet of Scarven. It's a long one. Uh, Reaching the cover, he and his army shall battle through the hordes of strange creatures to reach another manhole cover. 
climbing through, he and his forces shall finally reach their next target after all those battles. Bretonia. That was a long way of saying Bretonia. Again, if he did that, I might I might come around to him. Honestly, I've always impressed with how many Bretonia references there were in the, the comments for this one. There was a lot. <laughs> Speaking I'm of that... Um, I'm glad I could do bring them out. Speaking of the Bretonia hate, uh, by Cogmore Gaming, the last one here, hashtag Black Crusade, Abaddon's next Black Crusade will be all about going through the warp to the fantasy universe with the sole purpose of eradicating Bretonia. <laughs> there's, a, there's a theme on this good, one. Good, good. I like how we have like section. a fairly even split of like half the time it's people saying, Colin, you need to like helm a beginner to expert on Bretonia. And then the other half is just kill all Bretonians. It's a great, I love this community and how how they're not very partisan. They're just like, yeah, we'll just, just keep it nice, nice and even. You've genuinely just, spread like an actual hatred for that. They, they just want to watch me get angry. Mm-hmm. True. And have they done that? Oh, no, they've, they've, they've hated on Bretonia this entire time. So I guess you're, you're in a good mood. That, that, that brings me up. If I had to talk about them for an hour and a half, I would not be very happy. Man, I... We live in a post-Bretonia sucks video society, so you know you have to bear that in mind. <laughs> Look, the, the end times was horrid, but it got rid of Bretonia. So even mm -hmm. the, even wow. the darkest of days, complimenting the cloud has a complimenting the end times. This is a, they, this they is have a, a few spicy. good moments. It's just overall they're the worst thing ever. Otherwise, it's Zutalo says. I don't. That's not French. Zutalo there is the chaos. Oh, we oui, we oui, horses. I guess. But, oh god. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the uh, the questions of the week. Thank you for your answers, brothers. Uh, for the next question of the week, we have hashtag klepto. What would you steal from the 40k universe? Of course, make the answers spicy, make them heretical, make them maybe offend Bretonia. We, we love it all. And I'll... Uh, quickly pass over to Andy to helm the beginner section. Andy, take it away. Thanks very much, Hal. And without further ado, I think it's time that we announced our returning special guest on his first time on the Beginner to Expert podcast, the the illustrious, the lugubrious, the silver play button obtaining man himself, Dreadanon. Yo, what's up, gamers? It's time to learn all about <laughs> Blood Raven's protagonists of hit video games, Dawn of War, Dawn of War 2, and the other one. <laughs> no, no, that was it. Just Dawn of War 1 and 2. No, they were in Space Marine as well. Oh, yeah, that's know. right. Yeah, the end. Just a little Yeah. Bit. You know, I wrote that Just in, those three and games. And I forgot. No other ones. I don't much to my shame. When I played the Space Marine game, I wasn't as into Warhammer at the time, and I thought they were Blood Angels. So I'll, I'll, I'll cop to that. Oh, there you. No, no, no. Yeah, my bad. I mean, it's kind of forgivable if you didn't know much at the time, but, you know, mm. now now you know better. Now, well, we're going to learn more about them, aren't we, now? We'll see what their true Yes, is. indeed. Mm. You're all about to get schooled, so sit down, Ooh. shut up, and listen to me talk about the blood... Uh, not angels, ravens! I was definitely not going to say angels. Oh no! <laughs> you just had to talk about the blood angels, or like, Terrors, or Reavers, yeah. or anything, or any of the blood guys. 
Because these guys are yeah. unlike all the other blood guys in yeah. that they don't come not, from the blood angels, as far yeah, as we they're know. They're not the knights of blood, they're not the blood raver, uh, the blood angels, they're not the blood clotters, they're not the, the type blood AB, clotters. You know the blood bandits all the, all the chapters. The yeah. blood banditos. Banderinos. Mm. Yes, because the Blood Ravens, in fact, come from Redacted. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are a successor chapter to Redacted. Their mm. true homeworld is Redacted. Seeing if So this actually this actually makes my job super easy because there's barely any information about them because that's their hat. They're they're mysterious and unknown and they have origins. In the murky parts of the galaxy. Wait, so they're gosh. an Alpha Legion successor. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Slander, report this man to the Inquisition. And have his penis exploded immediately. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> I need that. I need that. To the ball-crushing factory with you. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, can't bring out cock and ball torture so early on in the podcast. I've heard of penitent <laughs> engines, but that's a bit too far, surely. <laughs> hey! Now, you do know, of course, that the Blood Ravens know some things about various things. Because they love their libraries, and they love their librarians. They're big-brained boys. So, n none of you guys could join... Uh, <laughs> oh, true. Read. True. We all wow. we all make Warhammer content for a living. We're not the smartest people in the room. Yeah, I listen oh. to audiobooks of 40k because I can't read them. I, I don't gotta... have the the ability. I have a history degree. They'd love me. I can't read. Well, I have a history <laughs> degree too, man. Oh. We're, we're, let's just let's just stay in our station. You know, let's <laughs> not try to rise above it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I stopped teaching. Oh my we've, God. we've all made some very bad choices, or else what? we wouldn't be here. Not to ruin everyone's game, but like, what did everyone do before they did Warhammer stuff? Because I was an estate agent, and now we do this, and this is a different. Uh, this is a, this is a different kind of job to me. Oh, I was going to teach, and then I swiftly decided, wow, I hate this with a passion. Uh, I used to work as an electro biomechanical engineer at a hospital for ten years, but that was about it. Well, that's what fancy. Are you doing here? <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing here, man? <laughs> Got fed up of working on defibrillators and stuff. <laughs> go, go make something of yourself. You still have time. No, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I'm here now. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I used to be a, a butcher. Um, I have a history oh, degree, cool. but I never did anything with that. <laughs> oh, it's not cool. Amen. If you guys knew, if you guys knew the health conditions that happened in factory slaughterhouses, you would never eat meat again. I have witnessed oh. horrors, the likes that would make Azariah Kairos himself say, Ooh. "All right, lads, this is a bit too much." We're <laughs> to tone it down, you know. But yeah, uh, you say, but you say that if you used to be a butcher, then clearly for several years you were literally making the bacon. So, can you complain? No. Oh, damn! Everyone's, I'll have you know, I made better. slightly above minimum wage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, talking about blood ravens, at least once. <laughs> now I'm going about butchery. <laughs> the blood ravens, the blood ravens. Oh my god. The blood ravens. I name dropped a guy called Azariah Kairos, and he's the man to pay attention to in the blood raven story because he's what screwed everything up. Because, okay, 
There also existed a man called Azariah Vidya, who is not related to Azariah Kairos, very confusingly. I think Azariah might be a title instead of a name, but I have no idea. I, I probably should have looked that up before I came on a, a lore podcast. But anyway, yeah. the story goes, Azariah Kairos and Azariah Vidya were gallivanting, trying to take on the demons of Nurgle, in particular this this stinky boy called Olcair. But it seems that Azariah Vidya died or something. We don't know. But then Azariah Kairos, who was also the chapter's chief librarian, was like, I lived... I'm gonna, I'm gonna become the chapter master now, and if you don't like it, you can take a hike. Nobody took a hike because everyone liked him. They thought he was a hero, except for the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who does backflips in Terminator armor, <laughs> <laughs> or Gabriel Angelos. Space Marines. Hmm. As best Marines, I am Gab Gabriel Angelos, and I. Thing is. Third game, it's like it reminds me of a different IP. Is it like League of Legends? The way he moves and everything's like he don't look like a space marine no more. He's strange. <laughs> he could yeah. fit in there, to be honest. What they were chasing the esports bucks, and they failed miserably. Yeah. What third game? True. We have to we have to confront this at some point, Colin. We can't keep running from it. I'm gonna put it off <laughs> till the end because it comes at the end, we and I'm gonna. To Are Blood Rings <laughs> really, um? Are there any chapter that has? Like they had a chief librarian, so like a, for people who don't know, like a psyker as their chapter master. So don't is that was that common in other places too? Does anyone know? I don't think I can't it's think of anything common. Uh, I off the top it's of my head, probably not unheard of. Like it, you could probably find at least one example apart from them. I bet it's, it's kind of cool though, wait. isn't it? It's not cool if he's secretly an agent of chaos. Yeah, Ooh. he was king of the nerds who read books. All Boo. Right. Oh, were we? <laughs> God, we're getting like oh, How's that glass house of yours, Andy? I can't <laughs> spell my own name. Let's move on. You know who else couldn't spell their own name? Margaret Thatcher. Mm. Sorry, no, I was reading about this earlier. <laughs> Sorry, keep Why going. You have to go and make it political. <laughs> we, were, we were having a grand old time talking about about space marines. And you just had to go and reference a, a British politician from the 1970s? He's already involved in 40k. Yeah. yeah, she is. she created it. Kind of. <laughs> uh, Gazgrew, <laughs> Oh, actually, that's a misconception. That's a I misconception. Know, I know, mm, yeah, actually. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, that's an oft-repeated myth. <laughs> Oh my god, my brain's gonna rot from like the Thatcher like memes that are gonna pop from this. <laughs> Nurgle's rod has come to the podcast. So Margaret but Thatcher you know, inspired Blood Ravens. <laughs> they yeah. had their chapter master. The, the, the librarians are now the chapter master in their story. Yeah, but Gabriel Angelos was a bit, hey man, you got lost in the warp for 500 years. I, I think that's a bit suspicious that you came back and you're suddenly <laughs> alright. I'm raising an eyebrow at you, but Gabriel Angelos himself has a bit of a checkered past because he he, he blew up his homeworld because he cared. Because he cared. Because he cared. I was wondering where you would go with that. I was like, God damn, <laughs> because he cared. Yeah. No, they were they were 
heresy was afoot, so he called an exterminatus upon them, which, uh, you know, I personally wouldn't have done that, but uh, maybe he's just a, a tougher dude than me. So do Blood Ravens recruit from particular worlds, or are they like um, fleet-based chapters? A uh, uh, chapter. They, do have a they had a world, and then it blew up, and then they had another world, <laughs> and it didn't blow up. I don't think it, I think it blew up later, maybe, but I don't know. I don't think it did. A, it went through some stuff. I don't know if it blew <laughs> up, but like, I think a demon landed on it. Dawn of War. Or was that the other one? No, Dawn of War Two was a very bad time for the Blood Ravens. Imagine having to fight orcs and Eldar and Tyranids all in the same day. You know, and I would chaos just, I would just, Tau. chaos. I would just have myself a little snooze after all that. But yeah, just that's do maybe like a, why I'm not a space marine. Just do an inventory of the corpse starch and be like, let's just wait it out a few hours. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. But spoiler alert, it wasn't fine. Because the Blood Ravens had a traitor in their midst. Another one, if you can believe it. As it <sighs> turns out, having a bunch of uh, librarians in your chapter means that they're kind of, you know, predisposed to getting tainted by yeah. chaos. It's, yeah, like you know... Sons. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps there could be a connection there! <laughs> but we're getting out of ourselves. Mm. There was... Because Gabriel Angelos' best friend, Isidore the Librarian, he fancied himself a bit of a hotshot, and he tried to become a big-shot demon man. But Gabriel Angelos wasn't having any of it. So he killed him in uh, a quite well-voice-acted but poorly animated cutscene. Oh. So let's pour one out for Isidore, the big traitor. Shout out to my boy. Which, uh, which Chaos God um, corrupted him, though? Was it all of them, or is it just one? I think it was Korn, but it's weird because, like, he was buddies with a sorcerer, and even though Korn's not supposed to have sorcerers... I... Yeah, Korn corrupted a sorcerer. God, he, bit... he did it twice, because Azariah Kairos was also fond of Korn later on in Dawn of War 2. They just couldn't get enough fond. of that Korn. Ugh. For anyone who doesn't know watching this, uh, Korn, the Chaos God of like basically blood and murder despises psychers so the idea he would ever like want to have a psyker in his midst is to be fair it's well, not unheard of is it there is i mean it makes sense that he's just like hey look at this bunch of nerds i'm gonna ruin their day <laughs> imagine just having a one-sided crush on a chaos god you know uh, that's pretty pathetic i mean slanesh is pretty much that's what slanesh corruption is really isn't it <laughs> no slanesh no, loves everyone back just in her own special way. Yeah, to the degree <laughs> where you like, that's, I don't want that. Take it back. What, what was his name? The uh, the librarian who turned to corn. His name? What? Well, uh, Isidore. He has a first name too. So, no, he has a second name. So Isidore asked. So is one sided. And, yeah. and he signed up to only corn. Oh dear. Oh, oh man. And then he got whacked. Quite literally. I mean, I that, think. that's that's really that is what happened. He uh, he got Gabriel Angelost. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Angelos turned around and said it's Angelos time and Angelos all over him oh yuck. Well, I don't like that <laughs> yuck <laughs> oh man so everything was gravy for the Blood Ravens for a little while until it wasn't because soon they would come under the command of the commander 
so dunderheaded, so silly, so incompetent that it would wipe out a third of their total strength in the acclaimed Dawn of War expansion pack, Soulstorm. Ugh. It, I mean, it wasn't acclaimed. That was sarcasm. It was, I must say, it that, was, that game is only good. Mess. That, that game is only good for the, what's the big mod? Apocalypse mod. That's <laughs> yeah, the only reason you own that game. Unity in the Apocalypse mods. That's that's what Dawn of War Soulstorm is for. Doesn't all the, like, most of the characters you follow, they, like, kind of, was it the, uh, who's the Imperial Guard uh, captain? He was on the, he was on, he was in Dark Crusade. And he immediately dies in the beginning of Soulstorm. Oh, <laughs> you know, in right. The one who like, yeah. Just for people, then, oh, sorry, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, uh, Gorguts, fan favorite Gorguts shows up, and he so- is he's voiced by a different actor, and he sounds really bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Dawn of War's had a rough history. <laughs> I mean, I must admit. I never had the chance to play the games, but I've watched people play them, and I love the videos. Is it by Seven Seven T T P or Tepe? Does like the little uh, he did like the Necron one with like Skeletor animated into it. It's very good. Um, uh, my favorite part is the PC. The um, enough to play it. My favorite part is the fact that the Blood Ravens <laughs> fight the Imperial Guard. I remember <laughs> for people who don't know, like the Space Marines and Imperial Guard do a like. There's been times where Space Marines will attack Imperials because it therefore conflicts with like their own uh, objectives, even though they're both of the Imperium. <clears throat> Grey Knights, do, do, yeah. What <laughs> it? There were. Do you remember the reason, Dred, why they had to fight like the Space Marine, the Blood Ravens, and the Imperial Guard in the in Dark Crusade? Yes, because the gameplay required them to. That's the. I mean, that's the true reason. Was it? It was something. Was it like their own? They were trying to capture like a temple or something, and the no. It's because the Blood Ravens had some shady, shady goings on on the planet, and Mm. the Imperial Guard were like, "Mm, "Don't think you guys should be doing that. Maybe we could have a little look inside that uh, that building you're occupying." To be Um, fair, they're they're already fighting like evil Blood Ravens, and they're like, "Are you good Blood Ravens? Are you bad ones?" What you mean? Uh, Eliphaz, the is it the inheritor, the uh, yeah yeah that guy. He's still the <laughs> best by far, best faction word bearers in uh, that game. So much fun. He's all like, and Captain Davian Thul is all like, no, and they go back and forth for a bit, and then Thul gets clapped in Dawn of War Two. Sorry, I spoiled this. He gets, gets freaking roasted, and he gets put in a dreadnought. Which I don't know. That kind of I, that seems like a pretty sweet deal to me. Aside from all the hundreds of years of agonizing pain, but <laughs> you you get to be a dreadnought, so that's pretty cool. You get used to. I it wish eventually. I was a dreadnought. Really? You mean you're not? Yeah. No, I'm actually uh, some guy who's not in a dreadnought. You heard Contrary it here first. You heard it here no, first. Like... The YouTube channel is a lie. <laughs> He's not a troll. <laughs> He's not even angry. He's actually quite calm. Yeah. I, yeah. This is stolen valor, but for a dreadnought and also for being angry. <laughs> so send your hate mail to dreadnought at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, man. This is that's a weird hashtag. Hashtag stolen valor. <laughs> 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 like, I came from like, a different kind of video. <laughs> 
Yeah, if I go to a Warhammer store, I'll get people coming up to me, filming me, and going like, uh, sir, uh, let me see your, uh, your reference number. And I'll be like, oh, I, I left it in my wallet at home. <laughs> Where's your Dreadnought membership card? Uh, it's in my other wallet. Uh. I you don't, don't think you're a Dreadnought at all! <laughs> and then I, I run away and call security. People, so people go around questioning, yo, why is this guy not on life support in a tomb? <laughs> <laughs> this guy can breathe! Get his ass! How did he get through the door? Oh. <laughs> uh, do you actually have any like Dreadnought miniatures? I have to ask. I can't afford that. I can't oh. afford any of that stuff. I, oh, what, what do you think I am? Some kind of YouTube Warhammer 40k guy who invests in the hobby? Do you, actually, do, that's, you, that's do you have ridiculous. any? Do you have any tabletop stuff? No, I, can, I I can't paint at all. Like I have I have negative artistic capabilities, so I would only end up like asking people to paint for me, and that seems like you know defeats oh. the whole purpose. But if I were to, I would like to get myself some Imperial Knights and also a Bellacor, maybe because he's got a really cool model, mm. and. Uh, actually, some Age of Sigmar stuff looks pretty cool. Like the um, the Deepkin have lots of really cool models that oh, I'd like yeah. to paint. Oh, now you've got Colin. Now you've got Colin. Like, you've got him excited now. <laughs> Deepkin video. Okay, this is the only time I will ever talk about Age of Sigmar in any capacity. But yeah, the Deepkin have some pretty cool, pretty cool units. I'll take it. Um, but also, yeah, I can't paint. So in the in the event that I learn how to paint, I will get myself some models and uh, paint them. Did you melt down I don't your think silver I play actually... button and then like sell the silver <laughs> to buy No, you're not allowed! Too. It's in the guidelines, you're not allowed to do that or else they'll terminate Aww. your YouTube account. I don't probably... know why they oh, would no. know, but also, you maybe if... there's some sort of chip in it. Even if you did, it's nickel. It's not, it's not, it's not silver silver. It'll probably get stolen as an artifact of the Blood Ravens from then on, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh! We have to get to that. We have to get to the, the Blood Raven's most nefarious, most infamous trait. That it's one of those things that I, I'm pretty sure was just like not something the developers were thinking about. Like it's just, yeah. oh hey, let's just put in a bunch of references to other chapters. People like that. Well, you know, they didn't think too hard about it, but it has the way it looks is that the Blood Ravens have ransacked hundreds of other chapters, stealing all their most important <laughs> and treasured artifacts, which has kind of spun into its own thing uh, by the community. Uh, I, I must admit, if there was like a, a side story that Black Library released with like a character who's supposed to have one of these artifacts and just as like a quick aside, it disappears for a few chapters. <laughs> that would be so good just to like tease the connection. But they're, they're cowards. Mm. They won't do it. It's GW! <laughs> I demand that you recognize the Blood Raven's kleptomania. It's a serious problem, and you have the power to bring attention to it. In, in the background of every like Ultramarines book going forward, there should just be mention of a single Blood Raven sticking around battlefields. I'm gonna look up how much stuff they actually have. If you look up images, it is a, it is a lot. What are the uh, Blood Ravens yeah, so... <laughs> currently? What are they currently up to now, though, in terms of the? Uh... Well, to know that you have to play Dawn of War three. So oh. moving swiftly on. Uh... Okay, so for those of you who don't know, there are three games in the Dawn of War series starring the Blood Ravens. First one, uh, it's pretty good, pretty great, pretty great. Second one, 
also pretty great. It's a bit of a different thing. It's a more of an action RPG thing, but, you know, pretty great. Pretty great. And then there's Dawn of War 3. <laughs> also known as League of Legends 40k. Yeah. It's shit! I think they apologized immediately after they released it, didn't they? Which is like... It's like slapping someone and then going, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't know. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Thanks for buying this, but we're keeping the money. Sorry. <laughs> Little did they know that would become standard practice in the games industry years later. To yeah, release garbage. Yeah. Yeah. If that wasn't it. So. Oh, I, mean, I hate to bring it up, but Dark Tide. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the time of recording, Dark Tide is not in a good state. And when it released back in November, I think December. They immediately apologized for the state of the game. So, yeah, we're hoping. Uh, then they announced, uh, as of the day of recording, they announced a co op mode for Space Marine 2, which looks Maybe really good. Something. Maybe the Blood Ravens will show up in that. Yeah, we're hoping the Blood Ravens uh, will appear as a cameo you know in that game. When I saw that reveal for the co op, I had like a twinge of fear that one of the co-op partners would be Leandros, and I was very happy to see he wasn't there. I was like, please, 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 please. <laughs> no, no Mark Strong, though, unfortunately. Even as a side yeah. character. Oh. He ain't cheap these days, you know? No. I mean, you can't... to be fair, the guy who's doing it now is Rollo from Vikings, isn't he? The, the guy who played him. So that should be good. He'll be good. He'll be fine. He'll be good. I know it's hard to follow up. It's like hey guys, I, yeah. I think I think in Space Marine Three they should they should get Dreadnought on to play Captain Titus. Wow. Wow, what a weird suggestion. No, I I I I think it would be better if Elephas came back to Space Marine Three as like a side like like as the main villain and then you could voice him and do his over the top moustache twirling. That'd be great. I've always wanted a moustache I could twirl. Mm. This is oh, the yeah. game for me. <laughs> no, I want to play Elephas. I want the mustache. No, I'm I'm currently gunning. I'm currently gunning for Thankwall in uh, Total War Warhammer. You know, that's my. Oh, there we uh, go. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Colin's Colin definitely interested now. Brought up the Ideneth. He brought It'll up Thankwall. But... <laughs> He's in all the best hits. It's just if I will, I will start an annoying email campaign. Creative Assembly. You will rue the day you spurned me, a mid-level YouTuber who isn't even that good. You know, so watch your back. <laughs> I just they're quivering in their boots from the, the YouTube. <laughs> He's gonna send the Blood Ravens to steal all the other voice actors. <laughs> Hashtag Dread Army. Hashtag uh, kidnapping. Fresh. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> theft. Oh man. Hashtag Blood Ravens. Remember the Blood Ravens that um that Space Marine chapter we were supposed to do a uh, podcast episode on. Mm. We're just doing an intro of it. It's fine. fine. Hashtag dread of war. I think Colin's got the fact. Colin's got the uh, facts in bag. Hashtag dread and on didn't actually do any research, so we're forced to, you know, (laughs) from memory. Um, I've played the Dawn of War game, so I know what I'm talking about. Uh, Let's take a look at Steam to see when uh, last played was. uh, Last played December 2014. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess it's, it's still pretty fresh in my head. <laughs> That's archaeotech by this point. <laughs> Nearly a decade, wow. <laughs> Guys, what, what's a blood ribbon? <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, you did sum it up pretty well there. Uh, redacted, redacted. Okay, redacted. anyway, so um, anyway, they're, uh, they're kleptomaniac psychics who used to serve uh, Nurgle for a bit, but now they don't anymore. 
Colin, take it away. All right. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, to be fair, not inaccurate at all. Uh, but let me make sure that. Oh no, never mind. I was just having a bit of a useless panic attack. Let's go to the experts of the Blood Ravens. Uh, expert section. I'm the expert. I am the expert. It's me time now. <laughs> if you say it enough, it happens. If I say it enough, I will get a pedigree. <laughs> this it. nerd made notes and everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's appropriate for this episode. <laughs> Blood Ravens. Uh, Blood Ravens stole Colin's notes. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. I'm also going off memory. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, fun times. Uh, but I'll, uh, I'll start with the origins of the Blood Ravens, and then right after that, the theory is their origins, because I want to get that out of the way so it's not hanging over the rest of the video like the Sword of Damocles. Uh, also, uh, apologies for the construction noise in the background, if you can hear that. It did not go away. Uh, anyways, the Blood Ravens origins, they are a uh, bit tricky, one could say, because their earliest records they have only go back to the 37th millennia, which you'll note is a couple thousand years after Space Marines had been a thing uh, since, you know, the 31st millennia. Now, that in itself is not super odd. You know, I mean, there's plenty of chapters that have been found past the original Legions, you know, the Ultramarines, the other uh, 19 that were not Ultramarines that are less important than the Ultramarines. Uh, plenty have come up after them. And uh, the issue, though, is that there's references to them serving with other chapters and organizations before the 37th millennium. But every time they try and find, like, the text that these references are mentioning, it either doesn't exist, it's gone, or it's under lock and key by the Inquisition. So every time they try and find out, hey, what were we up to before, you know, M37, they just can't. Like, it, it, they just can't get the information. To make it even worse, because... The whole thing is mystery, but it's actually mystery, not Alpha Legion's mystery, where they just don't tell you anything. Some of the knowledge that is known about the chapter was found on Eldar worlds and the Eye of Terror, guarded by Harlequins. So, God only knows what that was doing there, but that would imply they're uh, far more ancient than just the 37th millennia. Which, again, fair is fair, that's 4,000 years old. But, if the Harlequins are guarding something in the Eye of Terror, which is... Eldar Hell, something's probably up in them. Uh, I feel pretty confident saying that. Something's probably up. Uh, the, whatever the case may be, they call this the Unfounding, uh, which I, I think is just cute. Uh, <laughs> we don't have a founding. We were unfounded. Whoops. They, like, kind of <laughs> shift Your their leg in that is unfounded, way. Blood Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dropped... Oops, I dropped all my evidence. Do they... <laughs> Do they have, um, what's their, like, their shout? Is it to the missing or the lost Primark? Or the unknown Primark? Uh, one of their, um, one of their, like, their battle cries, and it's, like, for the unknown Primark or something like that. I did not see a battle cry about that. I did write down a couple of their battle cries, uh, for later. But I believe, I, I, I did not see anything about them having a battle cry about the... I might have been in the games that they, they reference it, not, uh... I just remember them. Like I remember hearing that at some point. It's like for the unknown Primark, you kind of go, "Oh damn!" As like you can't tell what the hell's going on. That uh, yeah, uh, that very well could easily be like. I I have a theory of the whole like they don't know where their gene seeds. They they just ask their like chapter master like, "Dad, where do Space Marines come from?" It's like, "Oh, they yeah, uh, uh, ooh, 
Um, ask there, there wasn't a founding. We just ask, ask your mother. I don't have a mother. Goodbye, son. And that was why they got such weird. The Primark went out to go get uh, milk and cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because, like I said, I don't want to be have the, just the mystery hanging over for all of those who are you fans of, uh, fans of suspense. Sorry, I'm just going to rip the band-aid off now on the theories of their origins. Now, uh, the two major theories about them are that they are either from the Word Bearers or the Thousand Sons. Uh, ooh, who could have seen that one coming? Ooh. Uh, just some... <laughs> <laughs> just some uh, some general facts that can go either way. Uh, the Blood Ravens destroy pretty much any sign of evidence of their origins that hint like, hey, this is solid proof of the Primarch, the Legion we're from. They uh, they tend to get rid of it, which is rather suspicious because, you know, surely loyal sons of the Emperor would have no reason to do that, right? But they do that. A uh, little, little bit suspicious, I'm not going to lie. And the other uh, main thing, hinting, I say hinting, that they're from a traitor, traitor legion, is a White Dwarf article about them that ends with them suggesting that their sorcerer's habits imply their original legion was not one of the loyalist ones, which seems... Pretty good confirmation. Probably don't come from the good boys. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and they actually hail from like the uh, Aurelia system. It is like, mm. subsector Aurelia. Mm. Uh, as for, I the... guess you could say all those relics of theirs are getting a bit dusty. There you go. Screw you, Aram. <laughs> Leave Armin alone. He's he's trying his best. I think Yvrain reversing <laughs> no, the rubric dude, and then books. throwing those unrubric marines straight into the warp is the funniest thing I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> I can reverse the rubric. I'm not going to though. He just yells, "No, no!" He just literally dives in immediately after them. Oh, please. he's not well. going to do anything about it. He's been trying to get in the black library for ten thousand years, and the clown god keeps clowning on him. He's not going to do anything about it. No, but let him try. I'll let him try and then laugh when he fails, just like Zinch does. <laughs> Wait, just to make it super obvious for like if you're a beginner to Warhammer, where we it's heavily implied that the Blood Ravens, their gene seed is from the Primarch Magnus the Red slash the Thousand Sons, which are obviously mm. a traitor legion, uh, because which is obviously you, you wouldn't really allow a traitor legion gene seed to continue. That's probably why they. Uh, mash up any information about any hints of their own history sort of being tied to traitor blood, shall we say. And it's definitely... Isn't even their their sigil based on, is it the Corviday cult? It's like the raven looks just I like was, uh, one of the cults from the Thousand Suns. I was going to get to that. In fact, that might be related to oh, a sorry. quote I'm going to hand you off. <laughs> Segway! Yeah! Almost, though. Uh, I want to get rid of the word bearer's evidence first because it's a lot more limited, at least in my opinion. Uh, it's more or less limited to the fact that uh, some of the taunts of Chaos Lord Eliphaz the Inheritor uh, hey. he makes in Dark Crusade, I believe it is, can be interpreted as mm, word bearers. Mm, that might be where they're from. Uh, and there's the fact that, uh, for those of you new to Warhammer, if you have the Thousand Suns gene seed, uh, it tends to turn you into living soup. Uh, so... And the Blood Ravens are not all living soup, so it is one of pretty much the only major strike against them being Thousand Suns loyalists. And then there's all the evidence pointing towards them being Thousand Suns loyalists, such as 
Uh, absolute boatload of psychers in the uh, Blood Ravens. They recruit from worlds with a high proportion of psychers on them. There was a group of psychers in the Thousand Suns known as the Corvidae Cult, which Corvidae is the subspecies of bird that ravens belong to. And uh, one... This, this name's going to give me some trouble. trouble. Uh, Revuel Arvida... Hey, I got it. Uh, once mentioned how knowledge is power, which is one of their battle cries. Uh, and mm. yeah, I believe it was a remembrancer. And uh, I might be giving this one off to the remembrancer to read for that reason. Uh, also, you have read all the Horus <laughs> Heresy books, so if anyone will recognize this quote, uh, you would. Is this from Promius? Uh, probably. Ah. Uh. Uh, it is the a nice quote said by a, uh, a, uh, a an individual during the Horus Heresy, looking into the future. Uh, Andy, would you mind reading that one out for us? I'll give it a go. Let's see. The ravens, I see them too. The lost sons of a uh, the lost sons and a raven of blood. They cry out for salvation and knowledge, but it is denied. Brother betrayed. A brother murdered. There's a there's a bit more of the quote before and after that, but uh, the, the ravens and a rave of blood, and the person is talking about the thousand sons. Gee, I wonder what the mm. connection there is. Hmm. Mm. Don't uh don't need to think about that one too much. Uh, in fact, actually, if I remember correctly, the person who said that quote was the first Grandmaster of the Grey Knights. Andy, can you back me up on that one? Is that, uh, uh, I believe? Well, well that, that would be Revuel Arvida, wouldn't it? Um, who was the last son of Prospero. Indeed. So I'm not sure if that is where the quote's from, but he was he was literally the only Loyalist Thousand son left uh, who was basically merged with a shard of Mag... with the, the arguably best shard of Magnus mm -hmm. in Malkador's experiments. Janus. Janus, Janus. Uh, it's also Janus, talked it about in um, when Magnus uh, before in the Siege of Terror, when Magnus appears before the Emperor, the Emperor does say to him that he, basically his sons are corrupted, and the the current thousand sons in the thirty k timeline, and he basically says, "Join me again," you know, because Magnus has never fully fallen to chaos until the very end of the uh, Siege of Terror, and. He essentially says, "Join me, um, but you have to let your thousand sons die because they are—they've been corrupted by Zine. That's why when Colin said earlier, like if you were a thousand sons gene seed, you basically turned to soup. It was because Zinch corrupted their gene seed like very early on, like in secret. And the Emperor says, "I'll give you a new legion." And obviously, I think it's—it's—it's it's, it's implied that people thought it might be he'll give Magnus the Grey Knights to lead. But obviously, yeah. it could have been like he. You'll the get blood a new race. chapter proper. Yeah, you get. Well, it, it became a chapter because of the Codex Astartes well, by yeah. your main man Gilliman. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it could have been like from that when maybe it was implied like, "Well, I'll make you a new legion," and then Magnus goes, "No, because I like my sons," and then eventually turns into a demon. And then suddenly goes, "Actually, I don't really care that much about them now. I'm a demon." <laughs> yeah. so it's a bit like uh, I do. The I do like chaos switcheroo. <laughs> Pretty much, I yeah. <laughs> 
I do like as well how like Revuel Arvida is the only one who like doesn't fall to the flesh change because he was hanging around with the white scars and he grew massive balls by virtue of being in proximity to them. Like, nah, flesh change is cringe. Nah, I'm part of the white scars now. It's fine. <laughs> wasn't, he, he was, wasn't he stuck inside his armor though? Because his, he also learned his, how to yeah. weight really well. I mean, he had to. The the man is he, yeah. A, he was a god on the battlefield though, wasn't it? They said like he he was yeah. like um the the white scars and the. Empress children are fighting during the Horus Heresy, and Revio Arvid just like straight up just like shoves them all back at one point and just looks them <laughs> like looks disappointed and just goes, mm-mm, shakes his head and they retreat. <laughs> and he's like the only thousand son. And they they they, they say like you can join us, and he's like, nah. Yeah, uh Yusugai was like, Oh, we made like a pauldron with like Thousand Sons heraldry and our heraldry, and you can be part of our legion. He was like that's very kind, but uh, I still want to be a thousand son, even if I'm the last one. And then, well, truth was he couldn't get out his armor because <laughs> well, like, yeah, there was that too. Body yeah. was bloated up by the flesh change. Bit, bit, uh, bit fat. Uh, <laughs> he was feeling fat that weekend. Whatever, whatever happened with hey, uh, no, that? No body shaming on this podcast. True, <laughs> true. We don't shame no space marines. Thick, girthy body. I, I shame space uh, marines. Oh god. Although in the last podcast Wait. episode on the Black Legion, Hal did like start talking about the length of Abaddon's top knot, and we were like, "Hal, Hal, no, <laughs> hey, that it was happen. pretty big." All right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right now. Uh, I, you're well, just being, you're just being silly. So I hear three I'm inches. Being, three inches is huge. <laughs> three? Damn. Uh, we don't believe in threes here. There's no Dawn of War three. Anyway. We don't the number three. Uh, there's no Dawn of War three. There's no Half-Life three. Anyways, moving. <laughs> Regardless what? of where that quote ultimately comes from, if I lore crimed it or not, uh, that Janus fellow, I'm going to keep calling it Janus. I'm not saying I Anus. It's, I don't care. I, I called Jurgen or Jurgen Jurgen. I'm not saying I ain't. I'm not saying that either. Hi, anus. Uh, I he's uh, that What's fellow. What's about your anus? The anus master of the Grey Knights, who was the first Grand Master. <laughs> Janet, he, he, Janet. He, did, he did not just die. Uh, he disappeared. Which, given that the Grey Knights are very prone to secrecy, uh, him disappearing and founding his own chapter of Space Wizards... Would rather be uh, that would rather line up with something the Imperium would like to keep hidden, uh, I think. And uh, for the low hanging fruit, the Thousand Suns were a chapter of red colored space wizards. The Blood Ravens are a chapter of red colored space wizards. I know that's rather low hanging fruit, but it's also a very obvious, easy to make comparison. Uh, at least when they were loyalists, the Thousand Suns, they're all blue now because Zinch, but they were red. Uh, so, there's their traitor legion, all but stated to be backstory. For some slightly more reliable history, they did actually exist before Dawn of War. They were just one of those background chapters that was mentioned probably once in a paragraph, and then we get 50 more pages of Ultramarines lore. I looked for days straight trying to find the Blood Ravens lore prior to this. Could not find it. I just know they existed beforehand. And that was the end of the story. They were in. They were one of those background chapters that doesn't matter. But hey, then Dawn of War, and that's how we get these amazing fellows. Uh, first off, as I just need to get out of the way now, the voice acting of Dawn of War, 
the finest choice of voice acting ham you could possibly yeah. ask for. Everyone yeah, is giving totally. <laughs> They are all giving it 110% energy 200% of the time. And it's amazing. That's that's the kind of Warhammer I love when everyone is screaming and shouting and just constant yelling about heresy in the Emperor. That is, that is what happens when the Blood Ravens take to the field. It is It gets very loud and yelling, and then everyone just starts fighting everyone. It is it is a blast. So, for their history of their, uh, you know, the constant yelling they did, one of the earliest campaigns that they know of, and again, that, that they know of, very key to the Blood Ravens, was in the Gothic Sector, uh, where Abaddon and his Black Crusades to get those Blackstone Fortresses, uh, you might notice from Battlefleet Gothic. The Blood Ravens were around there as well, although I don't believe it was during that crusade. Uh, they're noted as facing off against Chaos Forces and suffering immense losses, though again, there's no solid records of this happening either. They just know it happened, but there's no records of having it, which is, <laughs> again, more fun with the Blood Ravens. Uh, they had some early successes, but the Chaos Forces were luring them into complacency and traps, uh, make the Blood Ravens think they were doing a lot better than they actually were, and then they uh, uh, they they went through some rough times. Uh, the Chapter Master of the time was slain, uh, defending the First Company on a retreat, which already, I think, makes them apart from other Space Marine chapters of the time, as... When Dawn of War was being made, Space Marines generally did not do things like retreat. This was older Warhammer, where retreat was a no-no word. <laughs> that would get you shot. You mean uh, tactical redeploy? Uh, yes, if you, if you tactically redeployed, you were tactically redeployed to the afterlife. How are you going oh, to wow. hit them with your chainsaw <laughs> if you're going the opposite way? You exactly. You get closer. What so, are you doing? So the Blood Ravens already, already kind of setting themselves apart with things like retreating. Uh, their chief... Librarian Azariah Vidya came to hold the position of Chapter Master after this, a dual role that would become tradition for the Blood Ravens. Uh, voice crack, okay. Uh, with him at the helm of the Blood Ravens, they returned to war with the renewed spirit and they crushed the chaos forces they came into conflict with, with almost supernatural precision, because again, he's a librarian. He is a space wizard super soldier. So they use psychic powers to uh, take care of the chaos forces. And after this somewhat resounding victory, because again, a, a whole lot of them still died, the Blood Angels, or, I, I, I did it. Oh, I did the thing. Yo, I did the, the thing. thing. Yo, <laughs> it is hard, isn't it? It's going to keep happening, too. The Blood <laughs> Ravens <laughs> rebuilt. And Azariah Vidya set a bit of a precedent where if they could help it, the chief librarian would also be the chief, the chief chapter master, the chapter master. Something, as we said, probably not completely unique to the Blood Ravens, given that there's at least a thousand Space Marine chapters in the 40k galaxy. But definitely makes them an outlier. That definitely is the kind of thing that makes you stand out. And then we get to Dawn of War proper, which is, uh... Whee. Woo! Fun times. Uh, before we do that, though, their battle cry. I mentioned part of it uh, earlier, but Hal, would you mind reading out their full battle cry? It's not very long. It's a battle cry. Of course. <clears throat> Knowledge is power. Guard it well. That's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, it's it's not my first choice for a battle cry, but I do think it is infinitely better than that one uh, Andy broke out for the uh, the Dark Angels. 
which just straight up sounded like a Dawn of War menu quote. Like, it was word salad. That is not a battle cry. I think it's an inverse on uh, the Thousand Suns one, isn't it? It's like the only, the only... Uh, sin... The only sin is ignorance. The only yeah. power is knowledge or something like that. There's I another connection for you. Yeah. It does mind me of the mentors as well. <laughs> the yeah, mentor is mental one. Oh, yeah. Something like knowing is half the battle. <laughs> that's just, oh, that's just wow, G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I'll see if I can find it, but it's like, it's very similar, and they're my favorite chapter, and it's silly. Are they start uh, getting into like, I think, therefore I am at this point. It's going to get like even more recycling <laughs> <laughs> back on, on itself. And, uh, but now we come to Dawn of War. Well, that's 1. why they're all suckers, because oh. all their. <laughs> all their battle cries are like very wordy because they're librarians it had, they, like, you know that image of the guy going like where do you work I, and then the other guy says at the library and he has a giant head <laughs> 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 oh, I found it it's, it's knowledge is half the battle that's them <laughs> that is just G.I. Joe <laughs> it is just G.I. Joe and it's great <laughs> I love when Warhammer's goofy like that Ugh. but uh Dawn of War. Oh yeah, speaking of orcs, they're coming up. Uh, Dawn of War One. We come to the planet of Tartarus, uh, which, gee, that's not foreshadowing what this planet is holding or anything. Tartarus. It's uh, got a demon on it. Uh, correct. This reminds me of Halo, though. It just reminds me of Halo. That. Oh god. Oh. God. Oh, I love. Most most Warhammer writers are like, yo. I heard you. I heard you guys like myth, and they rub their hands together. And yeah. Like, I got some myth for you, and they open up their like little um, jacket, and you have to look at it. It's like myth, myth, myth. <laughs> like, yeah, you want some Greek gods? I got some. I got some Roman here. You want some Persian? Well, it's like we're gonna name every member of the Dark Angels after like judeo-christian like history like yeah okay yeah. we've got belial Azrael, yeah, where's, 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 gabriel? Chris, where's Chris jericho the dark angel mm. at this point mm. <laughs> but then we've got gabriel angelos very on the nose the mm. angel angel himself mm. the uh, brutes would probably do quite well with corn worship wouldn't you say so andy if it weren't for the great journey probably, taking up yeah. their taking up their religious aspects give them better helmets than those little plates that you can just pop off oh yeah uh but we come tartarus the Blood Raven's third company, led by Captain Gabriel Angelos, uh, makes planet fall and begins fighting the orcs on the planet. Because, th th again, that's 40k, that's Warhammer settings. There is a planet, orcs just will eventually show up there if you wait long enough. Uh, but quickly into the battle, they realize it's all a cover by the Alpha Legion, which I think it's cool that it's the Alpha Legion actually doing it. I don't like them, but I do like when they're actually doing something and it's explained, which is what happens here. They're pretty weird in the Dawn of War games, aren't they? Because they're kind of like they're not very Alpha Legiony, almost. I think at least some, from what I've seen. some of that is because there's only so much you can do with an RTS, especially an older one like yeah. that, to like make them sneaky. Also, stealth in Dawn of War is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I'll cover when Press we get this to button to make your units invisible. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Cyrus later. Uh, but it's, uh, as they're led, the Alpha Legion is led by Chaos Lord Bale and his sorcerer, Sindri. Hmm. Uh, also, not terribly important, but the orc warboss leading the, uh, the attack is named Orcamungus. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I, I love Orcamungus. I just love the idea of, like, first, like, one of the wars of Armageddon, the Steel Legion's like, how many orcs? Like, 
I don't know. It's Orcamongus. Hey, <laughs> nice one. Yeah, this is this is even. And then there's a fine boom side effect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is even before like the era of like my name is Hugh. Hugh what? Humongous. Like this is like even before that <laughs> old reference. And then uh, <laughs> and then shortly into the invasion, as they're mopping up some orcs, an Inquisitor shows up and says that everyone needs to get the hell off this planet because a warp storm is brewing, and no one wants to be around for that. And very interesting for an Inquisitor, uh, his name is Toth, uh, he criticizes Angelos for being too into purging chaos, since his planet was ex uh, exterminatist uh, for chaos incursions before. Which, out of everything you'd expect to hear out of Inquisitor's mouth, you would not expect it to be, you are looking for heresy where there definitely is none. That, uh, that doesn't sound right, but it's Dude. what happened <laughs> It's like your manager saying, you're too good at your job. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, what? what is going on here? Uh, but Damn it, you're a loose cannon, but you get results. I, that, and that's why you're chief. fired. And that's why we gotta get you <laughs> off this planet. Hand in your badge and your gun. Mm. And your other gun. They also find out that the Eldar are around on the planet as well, led by one Farseer Maka uh, of Craftworld Bealtan, and they're investigating chaos and ritual sites and all that. Biltong, like the, like the dried meat. Biltong. No, right. Biltong, like the, like the Irish holiday. Yeah. You know, ah. gotta, gotta wrap the, the culture here. Indeed. That's, uh, okay. There's a lot of... The Eldar Irish? I love it when fantasy authors take our stuff. Yeah, there's actually a <laughs> decent amount of stuff. Like, isn't Saim Han the reverse of uh, something? Isn't... I could That's be not how you pronounce it. <laughs> well, no, oh, I'm saying it like the Warhammer, what Craftworld Saim Han... I didn't. Yeah, I know. They don't, they don't say it right, neither. <laughs> I, they don't say nothing right. Don't, don't blame it's me not for... Your fault, Colin. It's not your fault. <laughs> the record's straight. How do you say it? It's, uh... Beltona and Sawin. Oh. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, GW, for butchering the thing you stole. <laughs> you will be sued by the nation, the private nation of Ireland, <laughs> and all of our many lawyers... Defer, trained, G, GW is trained in tax haven <laughs> martial arts. Uh, GW is basically like a fair, at the end of the day, like a bunch of English authors going or British authors going. You know, mm, that's a nice, yeah. nice mythology you got there. I, I mean, Eldar <laughs> is just Shame someone incorporated it into their multi-million dollar. <laughs> I think I've brought it up, but Eldar—they just ripped it straight out of Tolkien. It even means mm. people of the stars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh yeah so the elder are there too uh and of course that leads to conflict although at least in this one i don't think the elder were uh, they kind of deserved it i'll admit it's always the elder's fault i disagree with that one and i'm moving on uh angelos tells the librarian with them isidor akios uh to destroy the artifacts of chaos they found but akios is being tempted by sindri the entire time and uh, Akios damages the Blood Raven transports that were going to, you know, transport people to do their jobs in order to give him more time to, you know, research the artifacts before he had to destroy them. You know, you cause a delay in the train, you get more time to spend screwing around with the forbidden stuff. It's funny because you, you can see Sindri in the cutscenes. He's got like that poor Halo 3 active camouflage where you're not really camouflaged <laughs> at all and you just kind of look vaguely transparent. He just sits there as like... Ooh, you you need to research the artifacts. I am spooky and evil. It's 
very goofy, very hammy, but very fun. <laughs> I like the idea of him just going like one one side to the other, like whispering in each ear, like "Shouldn't do it. It's bad for you." And then just like trotting to the other side, going, "Do it. Do you it. Know you do want it. To. I am. I am chaos. <laughs> do it." Uh, but yeah, uh, Gabriel Angelus then tracks down the Eldar. A big old battle ensues because it's an RTS game, and th- those are very fun to play. And Farseer Maka, after the Space Marines beat them, tells them that the Alpha Legion are there to find an artifact that will doom the world. Uh, she also says that that Inquisitor is up to no, some no-good stuff and is hiding things, and is using the Warp Storm as an excuse to get the Blood Ravens off the planet. Which is true, but not in the way you might think. We're not M. Night Shyamalaning it for once with the Inquisition. <laughs> uh, everyone uh, makes up... Oh, no, I, I skipped a bit, pardon me. Everyone makes out what? No, I said up, <laughs> not out. Uh, but following the Eldar's hints, Angelos and his company go to the ruins of an Imperial Temple, fight some more Chaos Forces, and when the Inquisitor shows back up, Angelos finally is like, all right, listen, I know what Alien told it, but it kind of lines up with what I was thinking, uh, that you're hiding some stuff. What are you hiding? And the Inquisitor comes clean, which again, very out of very out of pocket for an Inquisitor to just be honest about what's happening mm. for once. Uh, at least one that isn't Amberly Vale talking to Kane. Uh, as it turns out, the plot choice isn't the Inquisitor is actually evil the whole time and serving chaos or some crap like that. Tartarus actually houses an artifact known as the Maledictum, which f- Dawn of War games just are the most 40k thing to ever 40k. <laughs> Uh, which itself also houses a powerful demon who is summoning the warp storm to prevent people from escaping, so he can get out of his uh, little prison. He can't get out, but he can still, you know, affect the world. But he'd rather not be locked up in jail, which I can't blame him for. <laughs> I'm sending you to space jail. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Inquisitor and Gabriel Angelos they they make up and they assault the Alpha Legion once more with Bale and his forces being left to rot by Sindri. <laughs> he just leaves. You gotta say it! You gotta say it! You gotta say it! Sindri! <laughs> I don't remember the... I don't I don't remember the exact intonation he uses, uh, but he, yeah, he lets out a... a, a nice... The voice actor for Bale does an, an impeccable job. That's the, the most frustrated shite I've ever heard. It's immaculate. <laughs> he that's like so you, need, you need the loo at the airport and it's a massive <laughs> it's, you, you, would, you would think the voice actor himself was like betrayed by Sindri. He does a fantastic job with it. Did he basically yeah, do... Yeah, he puts his heart and soul into it. Did he do like a, like Khan, you know, from Star Trek? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was that. It was that okay. just with a, yeah. a wizard. <laughs> Uh, I think of the damn video of like, <laughs> like the guy like didn't make it to the toilet in time and then he just like... It basically like falls on the floor like you died, and it just like has like, you know like, the awful sound wave. <laughs> I can't describe it because obviously it's a bit too much. Like, the awful, incredibly vivid sound wave. <laughs> one of the charting themselves. Good lord! Oh no! Uh, well, sorry, that's a delightful note. I don't even I don't even know what to do with that one. <laughs> that same passion is in the Sindri line. But uh, after after Sindri gets killed, the other shoe drops, and Isidore fully joins Chaos and Sindri. Uh, yoinks the maledictum and teleports away with Sindri. Uh, Isidore then gets 
not, I don't think it was quite fully betrayed, but he also gets left to die by Sindri because he's a chaos. They're all evil. This is how they just work. This is how they do things. Uh, and Isidore is killed by Angelos while he begs for forgiveness, as uh, as our lovely guest Dreadnon said in a very well voice voice acted, very horribly animated like early two thousands RTS cutscene. <laughs> they uh, tried. They tried. They their did. Best they did try. The resources. I I you cannot I cannot lie. They they tried. Uh, <laughs> I might I might wonder if it'd be better if they didn't try. It's like watching a Shakespeare play where it's like in McKellen and Patrick Stewart, but they're like sock puppets, you know. But they're still giving they're still giving it their all, but they're just like, it's like yeah, that's Patrick Stewart's voice, but Kermit the Frog is the one whose voice is coming out of. Alas, poor Yurik, I knew him. Yeah, the Blood Ravens rush to Sindri to finally finish this mess. Uh, but then Sindri sacrifices himself to summon the Demon Prince. And then the Blood Ravens and surviving Eldar clown on the Demon Prince and his forces pretty hard. Because, again, this is an <laughs> RTS game. Uh, your yeah, guys but, um, are probably going to win. The JoJo meme where they're just kicking him and kicking him as, as a team. <laughs> uh, not far off. Uh, the Maledictum gets destroyed. The Eldar say don't destroy it so they can lock him up again. Uh, but the Maledictum is destroyed. The Demon Prince is uh, roaming free. He's kind of injured and not doing great, but he's free and he's a demon. So, and not a, he's not a demon prince, pardon me. He's still a demon, though, so death is temporary, which is why the Eldar wanted to not destroy it so they could lock him up again. Uh, and he taunts Angelos, saying he'll come for the ravens later. And Angelos, being the space mariniest space marine to ever space marine, just says, I know you now, I will kill you later. And uh, I don't think he ever actually comes back into Tot of War, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no, he does. He does. Oh, he God. Does. It I lore... just takes, like, ten years. Oh, I'd lore cry. It was like, uh... not in Tot of War 2, but in the expansion pack, in the second expansion pack for Tot of War 2. They oh, that was... It took a really long time for them to do it. But that was Ulcare? That was... He was Ulcare? No, 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 no. That's Chaos Rising. This was Retribution. Uh, the, the Maledictum Demon comes back. And... Oh. Gabriel Angelos faces him down. Oh, well, I, I, I gather perhaps that this expansion didn't sell very well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't finish that expansion, to be honest. I started it, but I never... never oh, jeez. Oh, I lore crimed a bit. It was the epic conclusion to the Dawn of War saga. You know? <laughs> the end. What do you mean? Then Dawn of War what? The, the number we don't perceive? Yeah, the Dawn of War <laughs> uh, biology. Uh, that, but yeah. <laughs> moving, moving on... We get to Winter Assault, because that is the end of Dawn of War, the main game. Winter Assault is, uh... The Necrons are now waking up on a different planet, Lorne 5. And to be honest with you, the plot of this is not super heavy. At least in terms of, like, the overall... Really what... Honestly, what happens. There's not too much to it. There is a damaged Imperator Titan that everyone wants to use as a weapon. The Necrons keep waking up, and by the end of it, most of them are up. And then whichever faction you're controlling uh, gets the Imperator Titan's weapon battery online, and you kill a whole bunch of Necrons. The cannon... Dark, what's up? Dark Crusade is how I fell in love with Warhammer. Well, this is it Winter is. Assault. Oh, fuck. I... I'm sorry, too early, too early. You gotta win. Can I... You gotta win. Can We're I... not there yet. As Can I make a... Cannon. Sorry. a weird tangent? Um... By all means. Looking at the Dawn of War games, all the expansions have really cool names, like, mm -hmm. like, uh, like 
oh, there was like dark crusade and soul something and then just winter assault like it's snowing and we're having a fight like what is that like why is it one of the winter game assault? of it it's all snowy but to be I fair, also, it also has the it also has the single most iconic photo of the Imperial Guard as its cover art: the dude in the snow with the las gun slung over his shoulders. Yeah, but it's well, it's an it's assault in the winter. And it's yeah, what else do you need? Yeah. It's very to the point. Uh, but as oh, I don't know. I just think it's a bit of a letdown considering all the other, all the other expansion titles are quite grand and like oh. Oh, that's quite heavy hitting. A like, door of war, soul store. I'll be honest, the expansion Dark, though. Winter, oh. winter is called a heavy hitter. So you, if you play it, you'll be like, oh, okay. You know, it's quite. It, it's a heavy hit hitter. This one, it's a really good mm. one. Yeah, uh, and uh, but yeah, the uh, the canonicity of this game, like I said, the Imperial Guard and Eldar endings. Uh, it is a mix of those two, like victory endings. What ended up happening. Uh, so the Eldar retrieve the Soul Stone of the Farseer Taldir, who comes down with a bad case of being dead. Uh, <laughs> and the Imperial Guard wins, and the Necrons are all deaded. And it's uh, great for everyone. Uh, honestly, though, it's this one isn't super important, at least to me, to the uh, overall importance of the Blood Ravens. That being said, the Necrons in this game, properly horrifying, because this is towards the end of like the... <laughs> old Necrons where they just hated life and wanted everything to die uh, before the, the Matt Ward actually gave them character. Uh, that's right. I'm defending. I, I kind of miss them though. You know, I, it's... I, I like the new Necrons but I, you know, there's there's just something about the old ones. It, there's, you know? They definitely have an appeal. It's just, it's like, I like Trazen too much, alright? Uh, I'll just be honest. Yeah, that's fair. Trazen yeah. who's probably the real Primarch of the Blood Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> his stealing habits. Oh no! Oh, but uh. Four one out for my homies, the Pariahs. Oh man, yeah, that uh, that is a Pariahs. shame they had to go. Uh, but yeah. non-canon. And uh, of course, in Dark Winter Assault, Warboss Gorgut shows up, who is just a very fun Whoa! orc. He is, he is fun. He's the, again the orkiest orc ever. He's orkier than Th Gazgul. He's he's very fun. And uh, he also has a lieutenant. Anyone want to guess what the name of his orc lieutenant is? <laughs> Orky McOrkface. Orkanormous? No. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> what? <laughs> because Gorgut says he has a plan. It's called Plan Stupid, named after the orc he's making fun of. And the orc takes it as a compliment. Oh, man. Oh, I, I love Warhammer as portrayed by Dawn of War so much. <laughs> uh, we get to Dark Crusade next, uh, the next expansion for Dawn of War. And again, this is a sandbox take over the world game. It does not matter too much. The Eldar break their alliance they'd formed with the Guard during Winter Assault. Uh, whichever faction you pick uh, to play in the game takes over the planet of Lorne. The tower here now, and the dude from Fire Warriors is leading them, so they kill a whole lot of people. Wahoo! Eliphas the Inheritor shows up. He's the leader of the Chaos Forces, and I'm hey. only bothering to mention him because he shows up later. Uh, he's... Yeah, that's, that's the best. That's my favorite one. Oh, he but sounds that's... very cool. His he is the word bearer. Is, he's he's awesome. Uh, you can but... send him into a demon prince as well. It's so Indeed. cool. It's just as it stands in this game, the plot of the game is whoever wins takes over Lorne. It's kind of of minimal you know, the, importance. 
What's the name of the planet again? It's uh, mm, Lorne. Lorne? I thought it was something else. I it think was like Soulstorm is when Karava shows up. It's Lorne 5. Uh, yeah. Lorne 5, yeah. Doesn't it begin with something with D for the Dark Crusade planet? Like uh, That's Karava. Uh, Dalvin? Dalvin? Or... Kronos. Yeah. Which one's Kronos? Is that the recruitment world? No, I think that's no, the one with... Um, isn't that Dark Crusade? They're, they're fighting for the world of Kronos. Uh-oh. I have to get the, bo I have to get the booming um, introduction lore. Oh, God, God, it is Kronos. And it is... It, oh, God. Oh, I'm lore criming all over the place. It is It is Kronos in uh, Dark Crusade. It, thank you, everyone, for catching that. Wow, I am lore criming the Blood Ravens all over the place. Although, like I said, it really doesn't matter. It's a planet they're all fighting on. It just needs to be there for the game to happen. Again. Yeah, no, it doesn't it's come up again. Uh, but yeah, uh, eh, Dark Crusade is over now. It's very fun. I know I'm being very <laughs> like quick with it. Dark Crusade is probably my favorite of the original Dawn of War, unmodded, that is. Uh, it's awesome. It's just the plot of it is take over the world. So not. I think most people, probably most Warhammer fans, uh, would have probably like a lot of people. I think came into the hobby through that game particularly yeah. as well. Because Winter Assault was more. Yeah, like, I did. Yeah, like Dark Crusade was like you didn't have to follow any kind of uh, big story art to like get into it. It was just like a, it was a really good way to enter the setting. And be like, oh, what the hell? There's space marines. Like, you didn't, you didn't have to know anything about Warhammer. Yeah, it's to play that game. It's a whole lot of fun set dressing that really gets you into the setting. The story is more or less a non-entity. <laughs> yeah, it uh, nothing really big we, happens. We get to Soulstorm now, though, and is everyone ready for the lightning round of Soulstorm? <laughs> uh, go to the car of a system. There's a warp storm happening because an Imperial Guard psyker heard the whispers in the warp and decided to listen to them. Uh, which is not great. Everyone's fighting each other. The Dark Eldar and the Sisters of Battle are here now. For the love of God, everyone needs to settle down for five minutes. They won't, because Soulstorm is, again, just clusterfuck. <laughs> it's, uh, the Necrons are on one of the planets. There's a tomb world there waking up. The Eldar show up to fight the Necrons. Chaos is here because of the Warp Storm. Gore gets his back because he's the most marketable character in here. The Imperial factions are all calling each other heretics and shooting each other because this is the 40th K to ever 40K. The Dark Eldar are just here to kidnap people. That is their only reason for showing up. They just want more slaves. The Tau are trying to annex the system because clearly that's worth the effort of this just absolute mess. And the whole thing canonically ends with Gorguts beating everyone else up and using it as a staging ground for his wah. And the Blood Ravens getting absolutely mulched during the course of the Soulstorm campaign. Eesh. Uh, so good that... old Indric Boreal, oh. the greatest the Space Marine of all time, one of the Space Marines of all time. He is easily one of the Space Marines of all time. <laughs> it's uh. What were they thinking? Uh, I'm glad they were thinking it. <laughs> it's bad. But it's what you're saying earlier. It's goofy bad. <laughs> like I'd laugh every time he talks. Uh, and then we get to Dawn of War two because I guess uh, Soulstorm. All you need to know for the Blood Ravens in that one is oh, we're, that we're really through Soulstorm. Look, it's literally that is pretty much all it amounts to. The Blood Ravens go there to fight to try and quell the mess. Except it's a mess that every faction in the game but the Tyranids is a part of. And then they 
get the hell beat out of them, and then they leave, and the orcs are the canonical winners of Soulstorm. That is genuinely all you need to know about Soulstorm. Uh, pardon me for all the three Soulstorm fans of you that don't just have the game because of the <laughs> Ultimate Apocalypse mod. <laughs> uh, Dawn of War 2 now. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, the format changes a bit for Dawn of War, but this is still when the games were good. The Blood Ravens return to their home system, uh, Subsector Aurelia, uh, to rebuild, since all of that Caravan nonsense, like I said, was very damaging to them. Uh, guess what, though? The entire system is plagued with orcs. <laughs> because they're orcs. Uh, How did that happen? You are Force Commander, Blood Raven Manix. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Force Commander, you, Blood Raven Man Extraordinaire. He never gets a name, he's just the player character. They're the closest thing to the protagonist, I guess. They call him the quiet type. Not, 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 yeah, <laughs> not, even, not even that. He's just like, he's there for it. He's like, he's an active spectator because he doesn't say or do it. He doesn't say anything. He just kills aliens. Uh, you and your battle brother, Sergeant Tarkus, uh, fight to fight the orcs and to rescue uh, your captain, Davian Thule. Good guy, Davian Thule. Previous protagonist of Dark Crusade. For those who haven't played the games. Indeed. Uh, you'll find some Eldar towards the tail end of the mission who are revealed to be stirring the orcs up into a frenzy for some reason. Uh, well, the reason will be revealed. Uh, turns out they were doing this by disguising themselves as orcs. Don't uh, anyone feel free to take a guess how that one would work? <laughs> I'm just uh, imagining, you know, like, you know those, like, uh, the inflatable sumo suits you can get. Like, you just... <laughs> But it's just green, and it's got teeth on it, and you're like, yeah, I was in walk. Just an imagining an Eldar pretending to put on the accent would be amazing. Well, you see, it was working until the orc mech, uh, in the you know the, the most in-charge orc mech of them all, saw through their clever ruse with his cybernetic eye. And again, Ooh. no, I don't know how that works. It, he just did. He's an orc. Uh, <laughs> Analyzing. Das well an orky. <laughs> That's not proper orky. Uh, you then kill more orcs, kill a whole load of Eldar, who say that it was just uh, that you were using the orcs to fight off a potentially greater threat. Uh, of course, the Eldar don't say what it is because these are the Eldar. They that would require explaining themselves, and that is the biggest taboo in Eldar culture: is explaining yourself to the lesser races. First rule of Eldar: don't talk about Eldar stuff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Second rule. Follow the first rule. Uh, and then the Blood Ravens just kind of shrug and get back to killing orcs. <laughs> uh, for some reason, though, the scout leader known as Cyrus, who is uh, that man I was talking about with the broken stealth in Dawn of War, uh, you can pretty much solo the game with him if you kid him out right. Uh, he, uh, he, he, uh, he brings up how the astropaths are, for some reason, going on about a shadow in the warp. Uh, something, you know, that's they're concerned about that, the astropath, for some reason. Uh, you know, that's surely not relevant, though. That's We gotta kill more orcs, right? Steve Blum, <laughs> Steve Blum must be wrong. I, li I just like the idea of, like... just like the idea of all the astropaths, like, having a look at the warp, and then it's like, Karen, Karen, this is... What is that? I don't know. <laughs> Steve, do you know what that is? I don't know. <laughs> Mom, Dad, the Wi-Fi is not working. Why, why is yeah, it yeah, just like smacking it. Like, we tried turning it off and on. No, it's still there. Why is that? <laughs> no, I'm a human being. If you turn me off, I die. That's out of a sentence. Turns up, though, it was relevant because that shadow on the warp is the Tyranids. For those of you 
not familiar with the Tyranids. That's what happens when the hive mind starts showing up. It blocks out warp communication. So the big bad guys of Dark... Dar I almost called it Dark Souls 2. Oh, of Dawn it. of Blood War. Angels. <laughs> Blood Angels. So the Blood Angels are facing Dark Souls 2. I, uh, Dark Souls 2 is the best Dark Souls. Moving on. Uh, no, that's what no, happens when the, that's what that. happens that's Excuse what happens me. that's what happens when the what tyranids show up they block out warp travel and communication <laughs> dark souls 2 is the best one no it's not yes it no, is not. yes it okay. is no. that's not true all right you know, you know, you know it was like the first sin i think this was the first sin calling Dark Souls 2 the best Dark Souls. I mean, I enjoy Souls. Dark Souls 2, but it ain't Dark Souls 1, and it ain't Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 is just Dark Souls 1's greatest hits. Yeah, and it's better As than 2. As Dark Souls 2, which is, you know, Dark Souls 1's worst hits. Dark Souls 2 had the best magic in the entire Souls trilogy. It had the best PvP. Ugh. It, it tried something new, and it didn't just wallow with Dark Souls 1. To, to be fair, it had Peter Serafinowicz in it as Pate, and that was cool. And Majula is the that comfiest. Cool. Majula is the comfiest hub area in any video game ever. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Name it's three fine. bosses. <laughs> it's See, fine. It, it doesn't matter what I'm going to say for the rest of this podcast. Everyone listening is tuned <laughs> out because I said Dark Souls Two was my favorite. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> done. I could lie for it's the rest of it. An objectionable point of view. It's like. I don't know, you're basically Hitler. Not to get too political. Yeah. God, I thought you were giving me crap for Thatcher earlier, but that was uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like if you would have said that Skyward Sword is the best Zelda game. Like, no, 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 no. I've no. never played would Skyward have, Sword. Would have, yeah, I'd have a strong opinion. Good. No, I've also never played Ocar. I've only played Breath of the Wild and Spirit Tracks. <laughs> That's such a random combination. Look, Spirit Tracks was on my DS. I as like a the kid. new ones. It and was trains. I I love trains as a kid. You do not want to get me started <laughs> on love, this. All right, it's a great defense. I love trains. The the, my, the Warhammer <laughs> thing should have been very like well foreseen when I was a kid because I loved model trains. Forty K needs more trains, is what you're saying. Yes, it does. The squats need to bring back the their trains. Menacing has more trains. Train full of yeah. orcs. Yes. Anyway, tyranny. <laughs> Uh, Tyranids who agree with me that Dark Souls 2 is the best. Uh, Thule gets poisoned by a Tyranid warrior. Tyranids would agree with that because they don't have any brains. <laughs> or opinions of themselves. I walked into that Anyway, one. Dawn of War 2. Uh, Thule gets poisoned by a Tyranid warrior, but they just shove him in a dreadnought after they cure the poison. Uh, so Thule is not out of it yet. Uh, during the process of this, uh, or pardon me, uh, the Blood Ravens get to work at developing the counterpoison at the pardon me, to the Tyranids, which uh, I think is quite cool. Uh, Farsight also does that. Uh, Hal, I know yep. you were saying you're quite familiar with that, I'm sure. <laughs> There's nothing I do not know about Farsight currently <laughs> <laughs> at the time of recording. Yeah, uh, so it's so far the Blood Ravens and the Tyranids who have been smart enough to do that. Uh, during the process of this, and uh, a lot of the mission, a lot of like Dawn of War from here on out is getting re Dawn of War 2, pardon me is uh, getting the poison and all the preparations ready to take care of the Tyranid fleet. Uh, and so you do so, and as you finish the process, you get ready to like mass-produce and deploy all the poison, uh, the Hive Might itself psychically assaults the Blood Ravens, uh, cutting your forces off, your singular ship, 
uh, from reinforcements, but it does take a lot out of the uh, hive fleet, so it has to stop and just focus on feeding for a bit, not just overrunning the worlds before it feeds. And it's a snack break. <laughs> it, indeed. And uh, while these t- uh, the Tyranids are feeding and the feeding tendrils are coming down on the world, you, Force Commander, and all your wonderful Blood Ravens friends uh, ploy the poison into the Tyranid feeding tendrils, which poisons the Hive Fleet, because when you eat poison, you die. Uh, I would not recommend, uh, fun fact, uh, which dooms the Hive Fleet, but your own forces are under intense assault from Tyranids on all sides. And it looked like the Blood Ravens, at least the, your company, probably wasn't going to make it. But then, just as it's about to end with, and then everyone died, Gabriel Angelos is back, baby, and he saves oh, everyone alongside whoa! the Blood Ravens' first company with, yeah! with so Steel, Steel Rain. The Codex Astartes <laughs> names this maneuver Steel Rain. <laughs> oh, man. That game is it's so quotable. <laughs> Can I make a side note about our boy Gabriel? Of course. In the second and third game, he reminds me of Chip Hazard from Toy Soldiers. Damn. Damn. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Not really. I think it's the hair. Yeah, he's 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 like he's like this evil like marine toy character from this film, this animated film from what like the two thousands. He looks just like Gabriel. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just had I had to mention it. It was bugging me. I'm just glad <laughs> Hal also didn't get the reference because otherwise it, I just would have got <laughs> made fun of again. <laughs> oh, I got yeah. the reference. One, of, okay. one of the few things I haven't seen, unlike Colin, who hasn't watched <laughs> even The Godfather. Thank you, Hal, for slipping that one in. Yep, of uh, And uh, before we end on the main game of Dawn of War, it's of note that this is where the meme about the Blood Ravens stealing all their stuff comes from. That being said, it's only half. It's only like half a meme because I know like you, the, like the fan base does what it always does and blows it up. If you look at the descriptions for the items they have, some of them really imply that the devs kind of knew what they were doing. These were not yeah. just given to them. Uh, some highlights. Uh, I know Andy, you have a few. If uh, once I once I say these, <laughs> if you've got any favorites of yourselves. Some, okay. of the, some of the ones I quite like are a Sacred Blood Angels Flamer, uh, that it is unknown how the Blood Angels got it, an Inquisitorial Plasma Gun, also unknown how they got it, and a Custodes Bolt Gun, uh, which that one's really interesting, because unless I'm really messing something up, Custodes equipment is all bio-coded to the one who's wielding it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and the Blood Ravens just have it and use it no problem. Colin, it was given to them as a gift, consensually with full the hand with the hand you know? attached. Doesn't um, <laughs> doesn't Argultal steal a uh, a custodian's weapon in his book, The First Heretic, and he's just like yoink, and he, he does some weird chaos stuff to unlock it. He has to cor- he has to like corrupt the weapon so the. So you, you, you got you have to put work into it. You can't just steal it. Is the thing, and it works, but it does. I love the, the idea that. It's, I love the idea, though. It's just like a thumbprint, so you just like cut the custodian's hand off, and you're just like, unlock. Got it. Done. <laughs> he cuts the custodian's like, hand carry off. around on your belt. Cuts his own hand off, and then grafts the custodian's hand to it so we can use the mm. thing. Or takes his eyes out and is like, Sca- eye scan. Done. Although right, if, put if them you, back in my pocket. If you really want a theory craft, that could be uh, some proof that it was uh, Janus who uh, founded mm. the uh, Blood Ravens. I mean, hey, you're wondering where a custodian's gun came from. If anyone would have had access to it that wasn't a custodian, it would probably be the first Supreme Grandmaster of the Grey Knights. 
So there's a again that is I'm theory crafting, not fact, not not necessarily canon. All the developers just wanted to put something cool in. Listen, it's more fun when we lie to ourselves. <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying. Some of these things are blatantly <laughs> like they did not just get this. Some of them are almost blatantly like all but said this was stolen. Uh, Andy, do you have any highlights you'd like to? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so we've got some stuff that's just kind of more generic, like they've got they've got an axe from the Iron Snakes. They've got um, there's you a know, if you're if you're gonna bring up the big one from perhaps a Legion, <laughs> I'll bring him up last, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Um, but they've they've got things like the Judgment of the Khan, which is a power axe from the uh, White Scars. They've got an Alpha rifle from the Alpha Legion. They've got some interesting stuff like the Cruelty of Jeff Ross, which is from a corrupted Crimson Fist. They've got uh, Rick the Slayer's weapon. They've got Xavier the Chaplain from the Salamanders. They've got his melter gun for some reason. Uh, they've got the Wings of Shrike from the Raven Guard. They've possibly got a, a Heavenfall Blade from the Dark Angels called Azrael's Second, which is like, oh, where did you get that from? They've got Scarbrand's Dreadmaul. Um... There's also uh, one particular weapon <laughs> beyond anything else of any caliber that. Uh, did you want to reveal what this one well, was? I've got, I got one thing to add on in. Oh, Rag- Ragnar Blackmane. They was it? They either offered to make him a weapon or give him a weapon, and he went, "Nah, yeah. bro." He said, "No." Yeah, they give but... him a weapon. He's like, "No, it's fine. You keep it." But it's implied, like, yeah, like oh. Handing off, it's like in Skyrim where like you're trying to peddle stolen goods. That's it. You've got the right perk. Yeah. That would be the perfect theft to steal the 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 space wolves weapon and pretend like, <laughs> look, a gift, a perfect recreation of the thing you have. And the space wolves being stupid, arrogant space wolves I go mean, nothing compared to what they, we have. They've even got Manius Kalgar's bolter called the Heavy Bolter of the Ancient. It's like, where are you getting these things from? Jeez, they were gifts, man. Come on, it says it right there. Why gift. would they, oh, they lie? It says <laughs> gift back. See, just says yeah. gift. Uh, should I should I get to the big one now? Yeah, <laughs> okay. go for it. They uh they somehow they somehow stole Forge Breaker. <laughs> uh, Which if people don't know, would, well, you say that what that is? That is the uh, a weapon that Fulgrim, a Primarch himself, crafted, uh, and then gifted to Ferris, and then was stolen by. Horus, which was then gifted to Perturabo, which he and used to attached to Terra. So, like, how did he get that from Perturabo? <laughs> Who's a demon prince in the warp. I like the idea, though, that Perturabo woke up one day on his demon world and he's like, I wonder what terrible things I'm going to do today. And he kind of he gets out of his bed and he's just like, Hammer? Yo, Dread, next meme where's, video. Where's my next hammer? meme is literally Post Robo oh, yes. missing his Forge Breaker and a Blood Raven. <laughs> where's, the, where's the hammer? Drake, yeah, where's yeah. the hammer? Panicking a bit. What's <laughs> well, oh. right there? Yeah, I, uh, so yeah. That one, they definitely stole that one. The thing is, who the hell uses it in the game? Surely it's too heavy. I, uh, I, uh, that comes into play in Chaos Rising. Uh, so I will uh, I will get to that. Uh, speaking of though, it's uh it's time for Chaos Rising because we've just cleaned up the Tyranids, uh, and this one is as you can probably guess all about Chaos Rising. Uh, fun fact, <laughs> surprise I know. Better than uh, Winter Assault, but yeah. Whoa. It uh, starts with the Blood Ravens responding to a distress signal. 
Turns out it's a trap by traitor guard forces, but it's just the traitor guard, so they all get mulched. Uh, then they rescue the librarian Jonas, who is under attack by more Eldar. Uh, because again, it's a strategy game, we need all the factions to fight each other, so they're here again. Uh, the planetary governor of uh, in the Aurelian Sector, one of the planets, requests some aid. And uh, uh, I my brain just blue screen. Pardon me. They request some aid because the orcs are looting the area again because there's been a whole lot of fighting here and the orcs love their loot. Uh, so the Blood Ravens then go to fight some orcs. And while they're fighting the orcs, the Black Legion shows up, led by Eliphaz the Inheritor. He's back. Hey. They, uh, you thought he, they thought he died in Dark Crusade. He didn't. He was too marketable. Although <laughs> I, I think it's like the Chaos Gods just keep resurrecting him. Like, try again, try again, and then they're like, if you fail again, we are not bringing. He's got a little bit of thankful energy to him, where like he's he keeps kind of failing, failing upward. <laughs> but they're like, he's failing successfully in a way. I like the idea that they were just going, he's funny. It's, uh, I want to see him die again. It'll be funny. I mean, for their own amusement, is is a valid reason for the Chaos Gods to do anything as any. <laughs> uh, so, that's happening. But alongside some Imperial Guard allies, for once they're not shooting each other in the face, them and the Blood Ravens, the Chaos Forces and some summoned demons are assaulted and defeated, their temple completely destroyed, uh, there is a Bane Blade involved in this that you have to run away from in the game. Bane it's very Bane harrowing Bane Bane because you do not have a Bane Blade. You are just some Space Marines on foot. And I know it's Space Marines name, are powerful. It? it does have a funny name. I think, it, is it Beam Blade? Bane Blade, Bane Blade, let it rip. I think it's called Beam Blade. <laughs> it, no, it's... Like, it's called Beam Blade. I'm checking this. It's a Bane Blade. <laughs> no, it's mean, definitely like not called blade. Beam Blade. You know, it is not the Beam Blade. <laughs> Beans, for sure. That's going to be Heinz's next mascot, the Bean Blade. The Bean Blade. Uh, it, it is a really cool... It, it is a cool set piece, though, because the whole time, like, you're running from the Bane Blade. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's shooting at you. Uh, and that's not great. Uh, as you have to just keep running from it and fighting the forces in your way. Like, if a Bane Blade was shooting at me, I would just do a backflip in my um, Terminator slide armor. <laughs> Are you going to talk about Dawn of War 3 or have we sort of all. I'm going to very world? briefly cover it. Okay. For that, That's what I, it deserves. I force myself to cover the end times. I'll force myself to cover Dawn of War 3. <laughs> that one's much more palatable because I can ignore Dawn of War 3. I can't ignore the end times. <laughs> Uh, but while Andy's looking up the mysteries of the Bean Blade, uh, the uh, Chaos Lord of the Black Legion, who's leading the forces, isn't actually Eliphas. He's uh, he's like a lieutenant. The guy in charge is named Aragast the Pillager. Uh, he shows up to taunt you because he's a Chaos Lord. That's kind of what they do. They love their evil monologues. And uh, fast forward a bit. You know, they go to. They realize now we have to deal with him. In the meantime, they notice some Eldar are poking around some ancient ruins, so they kill them. I I don't think the Eldar are even doing anything, like seeding the orcs to into like rebelling, not rebelling, but so getting much all uppity. Eldar murder on behalf of the Blood Ravens. Uh, yeah, no, I, give them a the, break, guys. I, at this point they've probably killed more than Slanesh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then following that, even more of those chaotic fellows are killed before the chief librarian and chapter master of the Blood Ravens, one Azariah Kyrus, 
recalls all Blood Raven forces to their fleet and confines them to it until further notice. Now, uh, I wonder why he did that. Interesting, yes. Uh, important note about him, as uh, as Dread Anon covered uh, in the beginner section. About 500 years prior to the games, he heroically fought against a great unclean one named Ulkair. Ulkair. I don't know how to say it. U-L-K-A-I-R. Uh, but he was lost in the warp during this battle. Uh, before he just showed up back up one day and took command of the fifth company and eventually became chapter master. He just was like, I'm back. I'm in charge now. And everyone was like, oh my god. Guess who's back? Wow, he's back so cool. Again. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, our, this legendary space marine hero is back. Welcome. Please come back. Uh, unfortunately for Mr. Kairos, because at the start of this, he wasn't corrupted. He was generally just fighting a Nurgle demon, as he's supposed to do. Good on him. Uh, but unfortunately for him, uh, he is neither Kaldor Drago, uh, Gotrick Gurnison, nor a chameleon. So he was corrupted to the side of chaos due to the time in the warp. No one's going to call it. It is called Beanblade. It is not called <laughs> no, Beanblade. It is it not is. called Beanblade. It says, heading due south, the orcs found these particular guardsmen possessed a potent firepower, a Beanblade by the name of Beanblade. It's in the game. As in laser pool. Oh, well, maybe they named the it Beanblade, but it's not yeah, they called... Yeah, Beanblade, yeah. All right, I can, called? I can accept they called it that. I, th I thought you were saying, like, it's called the Beanblade. Like, no, it is not. I'm sure one of the guards says, let's use Beanblade. And you're like, eh, it's called Beanblade, that's cute. Shout out to the clip of being made of this with a Beanblade with hinds on it. Like a can <laughs> okay, I, I Google quote searched Beanblade, and there are no hits apart from some Check guy who's Captain Blood Flag's wiki page. It's in the game. No, it's in the cutscene. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> Just because you don't want it to be. What do you mean? Knowledge is power. <laughs> <Got> it well. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah. So he's corrupted. Oh, Beam Beanblade. Beam blade with an M. With an M. I also heard beam. Like shoots a beam. I also heard beam the entire time. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no! It was uh, beam. is just the joke of it. Like it's not <laughs> beam. <laughs> okay, that was that was a miscommunication. I would like to unreservedly apologize uh, <laughs> to Andy for my for my comments. I just like how this is a fun like episode. How the misapprehension had us all like. It's not called this, and it got, and I was wondering why everyone was so riled up, and I was like, "It is." Uh, now it makes sense. Huh. I thought you were talking about legumes, you know, not, <laughs> <laughs> not beans. Just coffee, coffee beans at him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Misunderstanding. Uh, Let's move on. Misunderstanding, indeed. <laughs> Back to the to the ravens. Uh, despite you know the so yeah, uh, Kyrus. I called uh, Kyrus. He's a uh, been corrupted ever since it came back and was slowly turning members of the chapter to chaos. Uh, despite their reluctance, the loyal ravens, which is, you know, yourselves, uh, the people you're controlling in the game, follow his orders as he is still the chapter master and they don't know he's evil yet. And the chapter instead deals with a space hulk filled with tyranids that has warped into the system. Again, RTS game, they put the tyranids in the base game, by god, they're gonna use them. Uh, and uh, this is, uh, oh, pardon me. Skipped over a bit. They also end up defeating Aragast after uh, they they fight him. And Aragast goes, LFS, I need you to teleport me away from the Blood Ravens. And then LFS says, no, I will not be doing that. And then he doesn't and leaves him to die. 
Classic uh, Elephas. Very, very Classic funny. Elephas. Turns out that uh, that whole inheritor part of his title, uh, it's not like uh, you inherit something, you know, from the the deceased. It's uh, you make them deceased and then take it. Is how he is how he likes to inherit. Actively inheritor. He's in like the the Horus Heresy series very briefly, isn't he? Like very. I, I think he is because he is. I'm pretty sure it's briefly mentioned in like the game. Like he's old. Like Eliphaz isn't just like a. He showed up one day. We invented him. I guess they did yeah, invent him they, for Dawn they take of War, the piss like, out of him because they're like, I, I think he he basically becomes the de facto leader of a chapter in the Legion during the Horus Heresy, and they're like, oh, you didn't earn that. You just like inherited the. Yeah, the yeah, company. yeah, yeah. That's how we. Yeah, that's yeah. how we got his name. You inherited it. Uh, but either way, uh, Eliphaz is. I like to imagine that <laughs> Aragas was one of the people making fun of him, and he was like, "All right, this is what you get for bullying me in middle school." <laughs> Uh, but that aside, it's uh, time for the Blood Ravens to get to some investigating. And uh, some messages are sent out by someone within the chapter, but they can't quite decipher them, and they get to more investigating, and they become aware of treachery within their ranks. And actually, it's really cool, because this actually ties into the uh, equipment selection of the game. As a forge breaker, as for who wields it, you can give it to a couple different people, and Lord only knows how they hold it. Uh, I know mm. you can't equip it to them if they have Terminator armor equipped. Uh, you had it's, it's one or the other. Um, and the way it works is all those equipment, because there's plenty of other chaos equip tainted equipment they can get. It adds to their corruption score. And uh, slowly over the course, you can get more and more corrupted, which is uh, not great. Uh, they discover yeah. through a, a chapter, or through a, good lord, through a chapter, um, the way they find out is... Uh, towards the uh, end of the game the squad mate who has the highest corruption score is revealed as the traitor uh, the not loyalist, the one who's been working with uh, Kairos and it's uh, so you kill him uh, if you don't have any corruption score by the way it is a tech marine who is revealed to be a traitor named uh, Martellus and then you find out that uh, Kairos is evil through killing that guy, he tells it, he's like well if I'm going down might as well lore dump on you. So now you know Kairos is the fool. They go to Captain Diomedes and explain that, hey, we've all been played for fools. We have to deal with this. Uh, Kairos declares all of those people, you and Diomedes and everyone, the real traitors. And it's time for a nice, good old-fashioned Blood Angel Civil War. And uh, this all ends up with that demon... Wait, Blood Angels? I... God. <laughs> it keeps happening. <laughs> Blood Raven Civil War. All right, look, I bet name your things better, GW. It's like the whole world eaters, word bearers thing. Where you say, "Oh, I love the world, world bearers." World, go, world no, bearers. Yeah, except now, I thought they were called the world bearers for so long, and then I look foolish. Yeah, except now, blood is blood is how both of them start, and they have like the A. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Blood Ravens Civil War happens. And uh, in all of this, Ukair ends up being freed. Uh, the Blood Ravens seal him away once again. Unlike the first demon they dealt with, Ukair does not get away. Uh, Eliphas escapes into the warp because this time Relic isn't wasting the character. Uh, he also <laughs> ascends to Demon Princehood and then just, he's like, I'm out. And uh, although Kairos was defeated, he's not gone. 
And uh, I did also mention it again, yeah, Forge Breaker. I just double down on that. I can't believe they found that. <laughs> uh, Retribution, the next DLC, the last one for Dawn of War 2, is dealing with Kairos once and for all at an Inquisitor's behest. And uh, the story for this one is, once again, rather simple, like the other uh, some of the Dawn of War 1 expansions. You pick any of the factions to deal with him, uh, you know, Eldar, Orcs, what have you. And the way it works is you fight one of your nemesis factions at the beginning of the game. Uh, so, the like, the Eldar and the Orcs will fight each other. The uh, Marines and uh, Chaos Marines fight each other. And you win. And then you speak to the Inquisitor, and it's up to you to deal with Kairos, because... The Inquisition has caught wind of the mess that is the Aurelian Sector, and they're just going to blow it to high hell. It's exterminatus for everyone time. Unless you can deal with it in a timely enough manner. And that's what the game is all about. So, over the course of Retribution, you deal with Kairos. And uh, of note is that the canning ending of this canon ending of the game is a, once again a mixture of the Eldar endings and Space Marine endings, which uh, is cool that the Eldar are at least allowed to technically win in their own way, kind of. Uh, yeah, there's another awesome orc introduced named Captain Bloodflag, who just straight up wears a pirate hat with a skull and crossbones on it. Yep, and Hal, Hal voiced him in uh, my Orktober video. Oh, so yeah. He's, a, he's very fun. And Kyrus ascends to become a demon prince of corn. Uh, despite Korn hating psychers, although, with that being said, <laughs> if you listen to his speech, good lord, is he, again, the finest voice acting him. He is putting his all into this. Like, uh, you know the, the Horus Heresy trailer where Horus is like, if I cannot save it, let the galaxy burn. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's got the Even low... if it takes the last drop of my blood. Oh, yeah. What, Ooh, what, this is good. It's good, but when he says, you know, let the galaxy burn, it's all very low energy and yeah. low. He's like, I don't want to have to do this. I'm pretending I have the moral high ground. <laughs> uh, but when Kyrus says it, he's he's owning up to it. I am a bad guy. I am serving demons, and I am in it to win it. He's like, let the he galaxy it. burn! He genuinely sounds like a crazy person, and it's the best thing in the world. Like, just look up, <laughs> either pause it, or when you're done listening to the podcast, look up the uh, Azariah Kyra speech. He is, he loves life more than anything in that moment, because he's about to end a whole lot of life. Because the Exterminatus is just to get him to ascend to demon princehood. Because although Korn doesn't like psychers, uh, he likes blood, and Exterminatus is a whole lot of blood. Uh, so yeah. That's one hell of a sacrifice. So, the Exterminatus, however, ends up being delayed. Kyrus ascends to Princehood, but he is defeated and banished. And the Blood Ravens are bloodied, but they come out victorious. Uh, once again, it is not like the technical canon ending to uh, Dawn of War 1 with Soulstorm, where the Blood, Endings, or Blood Ravens kind of get, get the crap kicked out of them. They're victorious. They're hurt, they're bruised, but they've won. Uh, we I go to like how there's several endings though, and there's like one where you can play as Captain Bloodflag, and he just oh yeah blows up his head, and then he's like oh, I like the Inquisitor's hat, and just nicks mm -hmm. it, <laughs> and that was what it was all about. That's that's what he it's was from. so real for that. <laughs> he's, he's he's an orc. I don't care about your exterminata stuff. I see that hat. I want that hat, mm. and he gets it only in the orc ending though, which mm -hmm. is unfortunately non-canon. Uh, we do br we do briefly get to the Space Marine game, though. They show up. They help 
Captain Titus, the second greatest space marine to ever live Giga out Chad. towards the end of the game. Uh, the best one is Malam Kato. Malam Kato, however you say it, from Bolt Gun, <laughs> who is a uh, black Templar who got lost and accidentally played his, painted his armor blue. <laughs> Although the black Templars make a very brief appearance in Space Marine as well. They do. Oh, I, I, yeah, that's right. Just, uh, they're just with, they're just with, with cool the Inquisitor. Like, all right, mate. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. They don't say anything, though. No. Uh, but they're there. Uh, towards the end of the game, when Captain Titus is going to de- defeat the big old Chaos Sorcerer, who is also, funnily enough, a Chaos Sorcerer with help from Corn Demons, Relic seems to really like having sorcerers aligned with Corn for some reason. Uh, as Captain Titus is going to help him, the Blood Ravens show up to give him so- give him a hand because the rest of the Ultramarines are busy complaining about the Codex Astartes in this game. So the Bro Blood Angels. I caught it! The Bro Blood Ravens. <laughs> Uh, showed up and helped him out. And of note is that they have a different battle cry now. Uh, they changed it after Retribution from Knowledge is Power, Guard It Well to None Shall Find Us Wanting, which is a much better battle cry, I, I have to say. Mm. I do like how Titus, when he speaks to the first one, is just like, ah, your deeds in the Aurelia sector, sector of legendary. Like, oh, they're friends. That's nice. Yeah, it's Aww. cool. That's also the nicest opinion anyone has of the Blood Ravens that isn't a part of them, because some of those item yeah. descriptions... Aww. Kind of imply the Blood Ravens are pariahs. <laughs> uh, Captain Titus, uh, bro that he is, uh, big fans of him. He knows Blood Ravens uh, can throw down when it counts, because Captain Titus is the coolest. <laughs> he was like, I've got to get up to that place. I don't care who's going to give me... Oh, these guys. Oh, yeah, you're great. Mm. <laughs> Let's keep going. Like, if... He wouldn't have minded who it was. Like, Space Wolves, yeah. It's like, oh, yes, um, I too enjoy Mjod. <laughs> let's go to the let's, end of the game. Let's go fight the guy now. I'd like this game to be over. I hate it here. Uh, but now, unfortunately, it's uh, it's time for Dawn of War 3. No one likes this game. Uh, no one likes League of 40 Hammer. Uh, so I'll keep it short. Uh, the whole game revolves around fighting for a weapon known as the Spear of Cain. Because before it was Chaos doing all the bad stuff. It was then uh, the Necrons waking up, and then it was the Tyranids and Chaos again. Now it's time for some ancient Eldar stuff to finally shine, which, if nothing else, I appreciate someone in a, a Warhammer sense. production finally acknowledged the Eldar had a bunch of super weapons lying around. Thank you. And if I can thank Dawn of War for that, it's the music, which admittedly the music is really good for three, uh, and that plot piece. So they're trying to get the Spear of Cain, uh, which, you know, presumably belonged to Kane, and I at least personally think it might have been one of those hundred blades Volforge forged for him. Although I don't believe that's ever stated. The fake one. The fake one, though. I, it, it, uh, this thing is... It's said to be very powerful. So this, uh, this might have been the real one. Uh, but, thankfully, to save us from the fact that this is Dawn of War 3, Gorguts is back! He's made his return. He's back to be the most entertaining thing about this game. He's back. Uh, so is Farseer Maka, who's also back and uh, is depicted exactly as fan art of her fan art of her depicted her as, which oh, is interesting because she never took off her helmet in the first Dawn of War, uh, which has led people to believe that either someone who made fan art for her got lucky and got a job in uh, the Dawn of War three development team. Or the Dawn of War development team is looking for references and thought that was canon. Uh, just neat little thing. 
Maybe they realized the game was going to tank and they, they tried to put some fan service in at the last minute. That also might have been it. Actually, I have, a con I have a potentially controversial opinion about Dawn of War 3. Oh? Um, the voice acting sucks. Okay. I'll bet it. Yeah, I don't know if that's controversial because I've seen a couple of people say, well, like, well, at least the voice acting's good, but like, Everyone sounds really bored, and there are like there are videos on YouTube of, like comparing the same units in one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah. And like in one and two, they sound like they're having the time of their lives, and then in three, I don't know. It sounds like well, I, I, the Space Marines sound like bored squaddies in Afghanistan. It's like yeah, uh, Marine squad, eh? yeah. Well, I think it's like they. Oh, it's just it's just terrible. It became like maybe a little bit more high quality professional, but that means it lost all of the fun and the charm of the first two Dawn of Wars. Yeah, where yeah. It's like, like no one's yelling anymore, you know. Yeah, no one's it's, ever like Space ah. Marines attack, <laughs> and everyone's just you know excited to be there. No one, no one's excited to be in Dawn of War three. Even the yeah. people in Dawn of War three don't seem interested. It's all right, I'm pinned here. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the voices I've heard. Where they're just slaughtering. They are having so much fun. And you're like, oh, they're having a great time slaughtering the enemies of the Imperium. Yeah. Good on the space means. And then you get to free it. Hmm. And I've, 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 I've definitely watched the video that Dred's referencing where they compare the two. And it's like, oh, it's so milk toast and dull. And it's like, oh, there's no charm in it. It's like, yeah, maybe professionally it's a little bit higher quality, but it's not fun anymore when yeah. that's what yeah. we're here for. I'm not here for The Last of Us. It's all depressing and grim. It's like, no, I'm here to watch these Space Crusaders scream. Can't, can't Gabriel Angelos do a jumping forward role in the third game? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, in, ter in, termina in Terminator armor. <laughs> exactly. Like you, you, you. The ship has sailed. Make it silly. Make it fun. It's like, yeah, you can't have a backflipping demigod. Uh, how will they appeal to esports <laughs> commentators? That oh. might be it. Like that's my conspiracy theory. They didn't want the characters like speaking over like the esports commentators because they thought it was going to be a big esports hit. Oh, that's my yeah. conspiracy theory, and I'm sticking to it. Well, it's like a oh, Dawn of War three game come out like ten, not ten years ago, maybe ten years ago. Six Mel years G ago. Mel G sponsors Dawn of War three. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. And then you play it, and it's just bad. Bad StarCraft. It has, it has no soul. <laughs> StarCraft, but awful. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, but uh, like, the fact the fact that they thought it was going to take off is embarrassing and shameful and disgusting. Shameful. Oh wow! <laughs> Strong opinions. And uh, even the plot yeah. of it is everyone's racing for the spear of Cain. It's it's even like I know the the other plots of the game like they were all contrivances to get you to fight all the cool factions they put in. It doesn't even feel like they were trying for Dawn of War 3. It's like, everyone's fighting for the Spear of Cain. Go beat up the Eldar. Now beat up the Orcs. Now you're the Orcs. Yeah. Beat up the Eldar. Now you're the Eldar. Beat up the Marines. Because you notice and then, the same plot again where like the ending was basically our demons being released. Like a big demon. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. it's uh, there is, So it turns out there's a prophecy that the Eldar have about uh, the Spear of Cain united... What they thought it was, was it would unite all of the Eldar craft worlds and bring them into a new age of glory. But it turns out the real prophecy, or and uh, there was this demon known as the uh, the Storm Prince. Well, you didn't know he was a demon. They thought the Storm Prince was some Eldar to unite them when he had the spear. Turns out it was a demon who was released, the Storm Prince. And uh, the th everyone being united was actually the orcs, the Eldar, and the Space Marines, the Blood Ravens, to fight the Storm Prince. 
So at the end of the game, they all come together, beat the hell out of the Storm Prince, uh, and in a very un-40k move, everyone decides to just go their separate ways and kind of forget about the whole affair. Except for Gorgas, who hangs... Just walk away. Pretty much. Uh, except for Gorgas, who hangs back after everyone else leaves and then nicks the Spear of Cain, because he, he's yeah. an orc. Uh, mm-hmm. Also of note is that Gorgas is no longer a war boss. He's at the start of the game serving another one. Although that one I don't find as egregious because he's an orc. It can be easily explained away as he didn't feel like being in charge anymore for the moment. And Gorgas does what Gorgas wants. Uh, Jane Zar was also there. Left no impact. Damn. Thank you for coming, Jane Zar. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, thank you, Dawn of War, for... I can't even summon up vitriol to talk about this game <laughs> after long enough. I just feel it drained. Kind of, it, killed, it killed the Dawn of War series, which was really upset. Which is impressive in a really bad way. Oh, also, uh, <laughs> speak, speaking of just copy and pasting from Dawn of War earlier, oh, the, the Necrons were teased at the end of the game, but then the game flopped and they stopped developing anything for it, so that went nowhere. Uh, <laughs> and me so. and the Necrons went back to bed. They just made uh, a for it, didn't they? At least Age of Empires 4 was alright. Yeah, Age of... Yeah. yeah. And after Dawn of War 3... Relic. After Dawn of War 3, alright might as well have been a 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, but, thankfully... Oh, gosh. Thankfully, I don't need to end the Blood Ravens talk on Dawn of War 3. Uh, because right. the last bit of information about them actually comes from Dark Imperium and the, the somewhat modern 40k timeline. Uh, so, hey, that's something. Uh... The Blood Ravens, although the Blood Ravens would probably rather this lore not exist, because they're on the wrong side of the Great Rift. <laughs> uh, there's the side, for those of you unfamiliar with Warhammer, uh, the Great Rift, the big old chaos storm that tore the galaxy in half. There's the half that the Astronomicon is on, which is the the Emperor lighting the warp up for Imperial ships to travel. And then there's the half that he's not on, and it's real dark and hard to do anything in there because warp travel's really hard when you don't have the lighthouse. They're on the bad side, the dark side. And the Aurelian subsector was absolutely rampant with chaos incursions. And uh, it even, there were some signs that Ulkair was going to reawaken from his, uh, his prison. Uh, the great unclean one was coming back for round two, or at least trying. I guess it would have been round three, actually. Pardon me. Uh... <laughs> Thankfully, the... Oh, what's up? I just made... uh, Sorry, I just made a a weird connection with the Great Rift to uh, the Berlin Wall. Don't mind me. (laughs) (laughs) You're on the wrong side of the wall, bro. (laughs) The the rise of communism, then, technically, rather than the fall of it. (laughs) Whoa. Lord Crimes goes political. Not (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just like, oh, you don't want to be on the east side. Oh, yeah, I get the reference. Ha <laughs> ha, very good. Yeah. But uh, despite them being only at half strength after Dawn of War Bad and all that fun times, <laughs> uh, they heroically, the Blood Ravens, threw themselves into the fray to defend their home sector, uh, both out of heroism and because they're kind of out of recruiting worlds if this thing goes. <laughs> Uh, but thankfully, the Custodes show up, as they did to almost every other chapter, except the Lamenters, rest in, rest in piss, uh, and gave them the secret of the Primaris Marines, as well as a whole bunch of Primaris reinforcements. So now they're half and half uh, Primaris Marines and Firstborn Marines, and they're back at it again. Gabriel Angelos is now the chapter master as of Dawn of War 3, and he's leading the charge now. 
He's not just a captain. He's backflipping across the galaxy in his Terminator so armor. frogging from battle to battle. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he's with his massive thunder hammer, and he's being the best. And uh, also, we were talking about it earlier, when they looked at the GNC the custodians gave them, they went, right, time to not let this secret out again, whatever they found. And they kept their origin secret once again. Huh. And uh, that is the Blood Rape. Although, there's one more thing I need to bring up. And I will show this in the edit. But I'm going to send this image file uh, into the general thing now. Because this, I think even more so than Forgebreaker, is the most impressive thing they've ever stolen. Perhaps the only good thing to come out of Dawn of War 3 aside from the music. They, they stole a Wraith Lord. Oh my. What? Yo. What is that? That's what a Wraith Lord. color scheme and like... It's oh. got their logo on it and everything. Wow. For reference, a Wraith Lord isn't just like a Dreadnought where you can kill the guy inside and then if you really want, just take it. There's a ghost in there. Like, that is an Eldar in there. You can't take the Eldar out of the Wraith Lord. If you do, you just kill the Wraith Lord. So and Hector, or what's going on there? You wouldn't I don't, steal a ghost. I don't know, but I just saw that screenshot and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how they managed it, but they stole a Wraith Lord. <laughs> that is nice. Utter, like, heresy to the utter, <laughs> most highest degree. I mean, to be honest, I, I think the, the logical next, when they revive the Dawn of War games and they go, Dawn of War 4, the only way they continue the Blood Raven story is they go, okay, we've given you Primaris, we're back up to full strength. And they're like, okay, guys, it's all going to be swell from here. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the sky darkens and ships descend. And they're all uh, in the heraldry of the Iron Warriors, and Perturabo descends and goes, "Where's my hammer?" And that'd be the perfect way that would be to kick off a new cool. game. Be very cool, uh, but and give the Iron Warriors some waste. Love. Complete yeah. waste of a demon primarch there, <laughs> and have have the craft world up. <laughs> have Ultway come like, "Hey, you stole our Wraith Lord. We need that back." <laughs> what do you mean you stole a Wraith Lord? And then Gorgots comes in with his, like, uh... The Spear like, of Cain he took. Yeah, he's just like, I've got this too, and they're like, oh no, not this again. And yeah, just, it all combines. Well, Dawn of War 4 is basically every faction coming... Just, the just, just make, it, make it Dark Crusade again, and just make it a complete, just, mess of a war zone, where everyone is there killing everyone else. And make them yell again, please, I beg of you, make everyone <laughs> yell again. Yes, we need the yelling. It is an integral. I hired Dreadnought. I heard he's pretty good at yelling. Yeah, you should yeah, hire Dreadnought for Dawn of, Dawn of yeah, Four. That'd be good. He yells Vrain and Gilliman pretty, pretty hard, if I do say so myself. It's, uh. Whoa! Uh, yeah. There's, well, that, uh. That being said, is that the. That, that's the Blood Ravens? That's just about <laughs> the Blood Ravens. Uh, as of modern times, that's, uh, like I said, with the Dark Imperium, that's kind of what they're up to. I assume they still have that Wraith Lord in a shed somewhere alongside half of every other chapter's <laughs> artifacts they've ever accumulated, just in in some shed. They're probably not even on one of their like flagships. It's just somewhere. It's also I'm poorly just, labeled as well. I, yeah, it's, I just it, like the idea of them all in a big pile, like not even organized, just like, oh, another thing, and they just chuck it on the pile. Get the McGuffin. It's how they were it's how they were like arm their aspirants once they're ready to become full space and they just say, Go grab some from the shed. We've got to do like a joint operation with the space wolves. Um, Neophyte Calderas, you go through and just root for like that thing we have that's theirs for like negotiations. Okay, and he's just there sifting through. The the real question is who can steal more, Trazen the Infinite or the entire Blood Ravens chapter? Blood Ravens or the Minotaurs? 
I don't think the Minotaur is a stealing, because stealing implies it's like it was stealthily taken. And more like Reaper, man. <laughs> I, they knock I, on your door and they go, you, you have something the High Lords want. It's like, it's like the, the blood, the blood, uh, the blood ravens are. I almost called them the blood lords. I don't know where I got that one from. <laughs> the blood ravens are like you know they're like the Skyrim stealth build. Like they'll you just you are suddenly naked because the dragonborn has pickpocketed the clothes off your back. <laughs> uh, the minotaurs, I. <laughs> it's just a hate crime. Yeah, like paralyzed spell on your body and then nick everything while you can't move. That's and, their, their and then beat you up just for good measure. And kick you, yeah. Well, uh, with that being said, though, <laughs> that was a thank I you. Hope people enjoyed learning about the sneaky slash mysterious boys of the Blood Ravens. Yeah, thank you for this lore crime filled episode. Uh, many yeah. many flubs, as I kept calling them, the Blood Angels. What was not a flub is that Dark Souls 2 is the best Dark Souls game. Uh, that one was no, okay, not okay, a flub. Okay, that no. one is simple fact. It's... Yeah, oh, yeah. Dis- Colin was later executed. Dark Souls 3. <laughs> Dark Souls 3 is overrated. It may have the best gameplay of no. the swordplay, but everything else is vastly overrated. Oh, it's good. Um, but with, with that heresy aside, and also thanks very much, Red uh, Anon, <laughs> for once again joining us on Law Crimes. It's been an absolute no, pleasure. Thank you again you for having me. I'm sorry I, I wasn't as prepared as perhaps I should have been, but I think it led to lots of fun shouting. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. It's Blood Ravens. It doesn't matter. If there's any, if there's any chapter to have fun with it like that, it's the Ravens by far. Because, again, like, <laughs> yeah. like I've really been trying to emphasize. They're my favorite like way to look at 40k because it's over the top, it's goofy and fun. It's these like cracked out maniacs screaming for the emperor, and then three minutes uninterrupted of just ah, and it's just, it's just fun. Yelling. The blood ravens are just fun. Like they're not. They're are they like the deepest, most emotional characters in 40k? Not by a long shot, but they're fun. Dawn of War three, notwithstanding. And you can play them as well. And you can play them without needing to take out a loan. With that being said, though, <laughs> uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this one as much as it was, you know, half jokes, half informative. Um, <laughs> but, but you can probably walk away with a, hopefully a decent understanding of the uh, the beloved uh, Blood Ravens. I almost did the flood myself. Hmm. Um, it's, it's hard. It's an epidemic. It's a, it's a bit hard. It's in my head now. Uh, yeah. With that being said, though, thank you all for listening, and we will catch you all on the next one. Peace. Take care, everyone. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Who's gonna say it? I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs>